city of Corvosa, largest in Varesia, greatest of the Chalaxian colonies. Her past rulers had never sat easily upon the Crimson Throne, but now a spark of change burns through our city. For good or for ill, let us see what is written in the cards. My name is Zalara Zendane. I am a Harrow Reader from West Dock. I am also dead. This is not my story, nor even the story of the heroes who would rise to defend our city in the days to come. Rather, it is the story of Corvosa. Sugarfuel Gamers, in association with RPGMP3.com, present Curse of the Crimson Throne, a Paizo adventure path. Episode 7. So when last we left our heroes in Corvosa, uh, you had gone... The city was in the midst of rioting of the new Hall Queen from Jellyax. Mm-hmm. Um, you had gone wandering about... Uh, had encountered some Ocho. That's what he got. I got one. What do you mean you get? There's a rich lump who's it? Pop on the bottom one. One says cards, one says points. Um, one's, one says cards? Yeah, yeah. Three. Okay, so I Sorry, I always get confused. <laughs> The game is here to confuse you, that's the end of well, No one's given you the Harrow points except for me, right? I have. Oh, yeah. Harrow points, not Harrow cards. Oh, no, I haven't used Harrow points yet, no. Yeah, no, it's just me. Huh? I'm just saying, remember you've got them, especially you, because you've got lots. Yeah. Anyway, sorry. Sorry. Card handing out. I'll set up wait to that. Okay, sorry. Continuing. When last our, we left our brave heroes? So when last we left our heroes in Corvosa, uh, riots were breaking out in the streets. Yes. Uh, Eadrid, king of Corvosa, is dead. Uh, Neolandus Kaelpopolis, uh, the ill-named Seneschal, is also dead. Um, Possibly killed by a GM who didn't want to say that a whole much more time. <laughs> no. Um, and there has been a couple of days of rioting, <clears throat> uh, specifically what you've done over the last couple of days. Um, if you can pass me the player's guide from up there, the, the fat piece of paper. There's a player's guide there. No, that's what I'm looking for. Oh, that player's guide. Yep, because I've got a camera You had gone to the thief camp to look for Flora's parents and check they were okay. Uh, they were being guarded by Rosalie Visky. Yay! Um, the thief camp had had a big anti-guard riot, killed a couple of them and chased them out, effectively. Um, Graal Soldado, another guard, was there drinking his troubles away and you talked him into going back. You went to the grey and buried Zolara Zendane's head. Yes. Um, you encountered a couple of Otoogs, uh, bursting out of the sewers and then Blackjack. Blackjack helped save us. No, 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 Blackjack, Batman. No, no, I'm calling Blackjack when I can. I want to just call him Blackman. It's just an initiative we'll call him Batman because it's so great having Batman in there. It's all good. And that was about. Um, and then we rescued. We rescued just, Nakota. Yes, yeah. uh, you had rescued Majinko and you had rescued Nakota and Nishani. Yes, Majinko yeah. was technically last session, but Nakota and Nishani was the session before. But so you're 
you were back at the Dwarf's Forge for the night. Yep. Um, Nakota now with you. Ashani has been dropped off at the Church of Abadar. And um, that's basically it. The night has gone on with a lot of screaming and yelling in the streets. The Hell Knights have been unleashed upon the city. And they have apparently bought order because when morning comes, uh, there are several more people out and about. And one of the little boys, one of the little boy criers waving the um, freaking chimera around is, is calling, is calling out, Cool voices, long night is over, two coppers, read all about it, our night's unleashed on the city. Yeah. Alright, let's read us a newspaper. Uh, I haven't, I haven't actually done one for this because there's not oh. enough stuff in it. Oh, yeah, that's alright. Well, most people have run out of time to actually do it. Um, I may do another one after the fact, but the short version is what you're reading as the headline is Corvosa's Long Night is Over. It's been several nights, but metaphorically speaking. Um, that Lady Octavia Mandravius has basically taken all the credit for um, uh, finally reaching an agreement with Queen Eliosa to, to um, let the Hell Knights bring order to the city, which they have done so efficiently and effectively over a, over a single night. And there's a couple of side digs at the Corvosan Guard and the Sable Company Marines. You know, their, their and, eff- they're, and, their they're efforts, and they're an effectual world willingness to massacre civilians. Their, eff- their efforts were appreciated. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, in terms of um, who rules Corvosa, um, Queen Eliosa has made a statement that assorted processes will be followed to um, to to instill the ruler and or the new seneschal correctly. Over a period of time, we're totally doing something, citizens. Um, yeah. Followed by a statement where she says, you know, uh, I, I ask that people, you know, remain orderly, do not riot in the street, you know, the city will remain in a state of alert at this time. So it's not martial, it, it has been martial law for the last couple of days, martial law has now been undeclared. Cool. Um, but she's basically advertising there's going to be an increased guard presence and people more wary about the city. Uh, the snake, however, will tell you that that's not going to happen because too many guards and Sable Company Marines have been killed in the riots. Yeah. Mm. And yes, yeah. I, didn't fin- mm. I didn't write this one because I was busy doing other things. But still. That's fair enough. Um, when you guys wake up, Silver's already awake and he's looking out the window at what's going on outside. And then, to, your, to your eyes, the city looks slow, but yeah. functional again. There are a lot of people sort of doing the same thing you are. A couple of people peering out the window, a couple of people yeah. walking cautiously out into the street. Yeah, no, he's probably been there for about half an hour before everyone wakes up. Uh, Hygienix the fishmonger down the I, road is opening up again. I, I sleep late, we were up to one in the morning. I'm ready, my hand. Yeah. Small nose, I'm small a bar, nose, I can, I can, I can, I can What's the blacksmith's name? Fully automatics. Ah, yes. <laughs> or full automatics, I think. One of the two. Yeah, I just remember that. <laughs> I'm on the bar, I'm able to get away with it. You can't. Don't bars need a full night of sleep to prep spells? Yeah, I can. Uh, I'm not sure it's true, actually. I can look it up. <laughs> yeah, let's find out, because if Susie doesn't, then. Uh, I, no, I know yeah. that bards and sorcerers only need 15 minutes to do it. Yeah, to do which, their actual To prep do the prep, which puts them ahead of. Um, yeah, your wizards who need a full hour. And, and clerics. Yeah. Which means it's going to be like 11 before we venture onto the streets today. Because we did, we packed way a ton of uh, stuff. Until a sorcerer or bard needs 8 hours of rest just like a wizard, after which they must spend 15 minutes concentrating. Uh. A bard must sing, recite, or play an instrument of some kind while concentrating. Uh. 
such a noisy person. Uh, <laughs> it's hello. six in the morning. Time for the six in the morning. So, uh, hello, you're at a blacksmith's forge. Yeah, yeah, that's true. But you can always just not um, prepare spells today because you're too upset. They are only cantrips. No, no, no. <laughs> I, 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 I only need fifteen minutes to prepare it. Okay. Okay. Like you you you'll need to, you'll need to sleep in order to do so. You're out a bard sleeping head? Who would have thought? Mm. Yeah, no, I'll probably be alright for spells anyway. I don't have cantrips, so there's nothing really important that I've got. So yeah, I'll probably be up early and looking out the window and kind of... <sighs> you will actually see someone vaguely, someone you don't recognise at all, vaguely hesitantly approaching the shop, a little halfling, who mm. sort of comes up to the shop, checks it out over the show, and then tentatively reaches up and knocks quietly on the door a couple of times. This is not a hideously unreasonable hour. This is about, you know, 7, 7.30 in the morning. Okay. Um, so I would have been up by now. Yeah. Starting to mine quiet for work. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe stopping the forge. Yeah, possibly. Hmm. Um, you've got somebody, you've got a customer downstairs. You want me to greet him? Yeah, why not? All right, I'll pop downstairs and I'll open the door. Open it up a crack. Uh, this little halfling... Guy's face looks up at you so much. Are, are you, uh, is Garen open? Or is he, um, makes a slightly awkward gesture? Uh, he'll be open soon. He's just stoking up the forge at the moment. Oh, good. He's still, I, I mean, everything worked out fine. <laughs> <laughs> yes, he's still alive. Hello. <laughs> I, I didn't say that. Are you the new Griff then? Oh, yes. <laughs> oh, never mind. Before your time. <laughs> Can I do... Would you like to come in? You obviously know him. Uh, and he, he... Yes, yes, by, by all means, comes, comes in. Yeah? Uh, I'm, here, I'm, I'm here to see if the, that set of daggers I ordered was done. I'm not sure if you had, not sure if you had time to finish it. This is a semi-regular customer of yours. You have, in fact, got the order finished. It's been sitting there for a couple of days because obviously he hasn't come out to pick it up. Yeah. Nor were you overly expecting him to. Silver. Third box on the left behind the counter. I'm really the new Griff, You go off and start searching boxes, but the half of looks at you. The new Griff is kind of slow. <laughs> Same as the old Griff. <laughs> Uh, yes, <laughs> business slowly begins yeah. again. Yeah. Corvosa is slowly opening up like a flower. Mm-hmm. Bloodstained flower. Bloodstained flower. I'm, I'm sure they held out to tidy and have told all the people they murdered off the street. Oh my god. Yeah, in fact, you'd get pretty good money on it. Yeah, that's the thing about it. Efficiency. Efficiency. Yes. Yeah. 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 Maybe evil, but is more it, efficient. If, if he wants to display, if they want to display the bodies to show people the cro- cost of insurrection, they'll all be tidily hung up somewhere. <laughs> yeah. And if they don't, they'll all just disappear and, you know, there's no need to dwell on what happened to them. Time to move on. Okay. <laughs> and Corvosa is yours to do as you will with. Alright, so once we all are all eventually up and have prepared swells and things, yeah. it is it is around 11, 11.30 in the morning. Right. Yeah, Silver's so very quiet. Like, unusually quiet. <laughs> well, the city's a bit less scary out there, particularly now the Hell Knights have gone away. Uh, we've got 
some stuff we could do together, or we could all divide up and go sort out our own lives. <laughs> I know it's been a while for everyone. There's a bunch of stuff that we probably want to do together, but um, it depends on what people want to do. So we could actually spend some time going back to our own houses and lives, which yeah. might not be entirely crazy. Yeah. Well, I mean, see I, if they're still there. I, yeah. I, would I don't have a house. <laughs> I, I would prefer you do the in-party stuff together. Yeah. Um, but you're more than welcome to just split up and go, we go back and check on our lives. Are they still there? The GM says, yep, it's two days later. Well, uh, well you've got boarding at my place, but you have to work the counter. Oh, okay. So I'm through. Yes. <laughs> yeah. The thing is that you are squatting in a house yeah. on a semi-permanent yeah. basis for the rest we, of us. Well, I'd take team with Nicola. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, you oh, guys you guys might want yeah, to I mean, look for a flat. You can actually yeah. go out and find another flat in the, in the long term, but in the short term you might be here for a couple of days. Yeah. <laughs> so um, we also have um, Madame Zalara returning the last two orphans. Madame Zolara's shop, um, returning the Queen's um, bracelet, which would also give us a chance to have a poke our noses into court and see what's happening. Um, many, yeah. many sellings of loot, <laughs> which if we want to get started on, then I'd actually like to sit down with people and establish what people want for their own sales, because there's yeah. no point trying to find a buyer for anyone. And yeah. also, um, if you're going back to, if you are going back to your yeah. life, then you can take the silvery liquid and you can yeah. find out what I, what Z makes of it. Yeah. And then, um, lastly, we've got um, trying to track down Gadrin Lamb. But my thought would be that we concentrate on the others and see if something something that we do turns them up. And then if we if we find absolutely no leads and all that stuff, then we can you know go and poke around as haunts and stuff. But. You know, we haven't really had the chance to recover from the last one, except physically, because we've had so many nights of chaos and stuff. If we do the shopping first, I also want to check in on the uh, boat and see if it's still there. Mm. Yeah. Uh, odds are slim. Yeah, we may need... But we yeah, that was my responsibility yeah. as a hire Yeah, well, that probably is a good thing to do first, because, you know, the de- the always diminish with each passing day. Yep. Um, side note, we're all healing a little bit. Yay. So if you took damage... Oh, yes, the morning morning towards... And people and are catching... Diseases. And diseases. Yes, diseases. Yes, yes, so they're so so healing and diseases. Flora's overhurst. We rolled that quickly as we were finishing last yeah. time. Yeah. Um, when you're not in the jungle, it's actually very easy to get the I am at my full prettiness again. Yay! Not, not the fullest of prettiness, but I'm I'm pretty much as full pretty as I'm going to get, because I'm 14 for Esmeralda. And there was a point of strength damage, because I spent all of those, um, I spent all my, um, fine cleric bonuses on, um, my, my muscular dragon. Yay! <laughs> and I appreciate it. <laughs> but hey, he's got like five decks now. <laughs> Look what I can do! Flat, flat. Yeah. Oh, I'm gonna feel that come winter time. <laughs> yeah, I need a chiropractor, <laughs> a tiny pseudo dragon chiropractor. Yeah. Um, and so who else? I know somebody else. Wasn't somebody else exposed to disease? Uh, Flora had diseases as yeah. well, which I think she's. I mind fire, but we will. Right. And um, we, did, we didn't catch anything else last session. <laughs> Thank goodness, no. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I thought yeah. some. Yeah, Silver has been exposed to. Rot from the O2 deal. Oh yes, but so we don't I, know that yet. I need the yeah. um, DMG again. Ah, yep. I don't remember the disease stats off the top of my head. Uh, why do we have to remind the GM of these things? Because <laughs> if you don't, then you catch super filth fever <laughs> several days later. Yeah. Anyway, it's probably not charisma draining, so what do you care? <laughs> 
Only, only my state. Yeah. Only yeah, well, <laughs> based on the amount that you made fast over the Canaris Madrid, I'm assuming that's the only state you care about. <laughs> oh, yeah, it's, it's important to the bard. He's got a decent strength for a bard. Yeah, it's nice this. not to be strength drained. No, but... everyone seems fine. Okay, yeah. sweet. Oh, sweet. Oh, dear. Longer and give back to Yeah. Yeah. Oh. That's all good. That's gonna hit me on okay. the fish shot at some point when I'm I never read the fall. Yeah. Oh, no. On the other hand, hey, I'm only, we're, we're getting to the point where the entire party is not either injured, attribute, drained, or both, so. Yeah, so tell me what you want to do with your lives. Alright, well, do we want to, um, pot around and do some treasure division and then go back home back to our own lives tonight? That sounds good. Yeah, sounds yep. like a good first day. And check on the boat. I was going yep. to suggest that we should um, drop off the two orphans that we can drop off. Ah, yeah, that's yeah. a good idea. Yeah. Why are we doing the treasure? Yeah, although as as the city is um, no longer rioting, you no longer necessarily need everyone in a big group to do that. That's yeah. very true. Oh. You know, one or two yeah. of you that are going vaguely the same way could do that yeah. at this point. Yeah, we could potentially do that on our way home. A home oh, start, yeah. I think. Okay, um... Short pause while I find my secret notes. Sounds good. Ooh, secret Treasure items are cursed. (laughs) Give this one to the bard. Don't press the bard. It's killing the bard and presses us. It's it's a cursed amulet of disease attraction. All diseased creatures will seek you out first. No, I don't need one of those. They seek me out anyway. Specifically the charisma draining ones. Alright, um, where's Chandra's part? And not the fun charisma training okay, points, so, like the um, Are people interested in any of the art objects, or should I just go straight to the, um, weapons? Uh, well, I was looking at the Shailen thing. Yeah, I figured you were interested oh, in that. Okay. Um, but we've also got a bunch of other, um, shiny things, so well, shall I just... Well, let's get some off so you yeah, can move over to Okay, so. alright. Um, we've got a cigar, nice looking cigar case. Um, a uh, Chalaxian egg box, that's just gold, so a tiny crown. <laughs> for your pseudo dragon. Uh, it's probably a pretty expensive tiny accessory. Yeah, no, I don't have that kind of money. Um, <laughs> uh, Scrimshaw Kraken. A what? Scrimshaw. Um, Scrimshaw is a, a whale's bone. With a... Yeah, but what's a Kraken? That's giant squid. Yeah. Release the Kraken? Oh, what? Yeah, it's an engraved. Yeah, it's it's not oh, it's, it's not a gigantic okay. it's not a gigantic. I was like, piece what of, am I visualizing um, in my head here? Um, the entwined succubi who uh, are performing a sex act on each other. Yeah, they don't all speak speak at once. Um, we've got a masterwork shuriken. Um, <laughs> can anyone use it here? No, no. Uh, but, well, technically, yes, everyone can. You're just non-proficient, with them. Yeah, so it's yeah, kind of pointless. Yeah, yeah, um, Holy symbol of Shaylin made of abalone own shells yeah. and um, 300 GP. Yeah. Yeah, I thought you might be interested in that. Okay, so... um well, Yep, so that is 150... If you cross off 150 GP from your world and write in that you have a holy symbol of Shaylin... Yep. An abalone shell or holy symbol It's pretty shiny. Yeah, it, it's, it's more for aesthetic than it is, because like, if I was a platinum, it would be kind of more important, but since... I I'm... would totally buy that if you want to buy that at least. 150. Right, we have Oil of Keen Edge, if somebody wants to temporarily improve their crit range. Doesn't work for my weapon. Oh, why not? 
because I do bludgeoning damage. Ah, I don't lose weapons. Yeah. Do you want it? Not really. Well, if nobody wants it, I you can sell it. My totem spear could do three times critical damage if I had it. Um, we have no, a it looks, looks the other way around. What? Its threat range would increase to 19 to 20 or whatever. Oh, okay, yeah, well I can only do it on a 20, so it wouldn't help me too much then. Yeah, it's, it's generally more useful for things that already are critting weapons. Yeah. Um, or at least it needs to have moderate crit. Yeah, so that's We have a wand of magic missile with 23 charges, so, um, that's a question of who wants most, because I am interested in it, but I... I like to have it, in, but, I mean, I got because without magic I cut nothing. Yeah, yeah. well, so I, 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 the, yeah. I, I want somebody to have it. Yeah. If nobody else wants it, then it will be me. But I'm perfectly happy if you want it. Yeah, I, I like it. Nobody yep. else, because at least um, Zach can use um other things, but yeah. I can't. <laughs> yep. So um. Alright, so... I can give you prices on these. Yes, thank you. Uh, yeah. Oil of Keen Edge is worth 750 gold. That's useful information anyway. Yeah. Um, and a Wand of Magic Missile, I'll be calculated to tell you. It's based on blood so charges. So what was it called? It was called an Amulet of Saranay? Sorry. Holy Symbol of Shaolin. Holy Symbol of Shaolin. It's um, not a neck slot, Susan. It's not magic or something. It just goes in your character sheet. Oh, okay. It's just equipment. You probably already Stand have one, um, although you might not. No, I wouldn't have one. Okay, well, where's your... down the bottom of the thing. Yeah. You put it down there. Oh, or uh, don't you... You have a general equipment sheet. You should probably put it on your general equipment sheet. Yeah. Yes. Okay. 300. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, um, 345 gold, one with magic missiles. Mm-hmm. Okay, okay, so, um, if you could half that for me. Yeah. Uh, 173. Thank you. You're awesome, man. How heavy is it? Well, the poly symbol. Yeah, is it a dash? Yeah, dash. Okay. It's it's literally a very elegant cured, probably like seaweed. Yeah. Song. No, that's that, that's that's fine. So the conception here, Yuren, is that yeah. you pay the party that money, yeah. and you get a cheap magic item because that's yeah. half the price, which is also what we'd make off selling it. Yeah. Um, I might miss that from my funds. Okay, um, the silver magic oil obviously we're keeping till we work out what the heck it is. And I could bond it. It's probably an oil that silver's And then there's the incredibly valuable brooch which we're totally going to back to the Queen. Oh, yes. Which I now have a picture of, incidentally. Oh, that there is the Queen's brooch. Wow. Oh, nice. It is made of solid platinum, as you can see, it has several gems on it. Mm-hmm. And on the back is inscribed on it, uh, to my dearest Iliosa, remember it is always darkest before the dawn. And there's Sabrina Marin. Yes. Although you haven't met her yet, she's for later. And, uh, but she's very pretty. Um, we have a masterwork rapier. Nope, I got what you're looking for in Gabriel. <laughs> <laughs> I thought about this and thought about it. it is and I really, I just, I'm yeah. like, yeah, they're wait. carrying all sorts of horrible things on. Wait, that, those were his weapons. Yes. Yeah, 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 yeah. you're right, you. I know, yeah, 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 yeah. 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 like, disease, but... disease golem oh, him yeah. as well. Yeah. I was, I thought about this and thought about it. Not, yeah, yeah, no, yeah, no, 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 no,
we have enough money that I could technically divide some of it, but I don't think it's worth it yet, and that gives me an understanding of what we're keeping and what we're selling. Okay, so um, what we want to do for a start is go try and track down the boat. You also um, would merely be guessing if you were dealing to sell Herodic, you don't know what it does. Yes, that's very true. Okay, you're going off to track down the boat? Yes. Yep. Yeah, Garrett, it's your boat. Roll me a luck die. Oh. <laughs> oh no. Odds are strongly against you, I have to warn you. <laughs> you lucky. Yep. Heron way. Find my way. Channel your mind. Oh! No! It was stolen the night we left it there. And set on fire. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, so, um. What did you roll? One. <laughs> okay, so you go back and find that the boat has in fact been the, the, the area is still there it looks like the boat has been chopped up by somebody with a heavy axe or something um, and made into a string of signs that, re- that read no Chalaxian whore will rule a true Corvosa but it looks like only about half the boat has been used for this so you're very confident the boat is beyond repair <laughs> not only gone but beyond repair it's not merely missing and might turn up later it's destroyed yeah Okay, oh. so uh, at this point you owe fifty gold to the guy. Um, no, no, he's got my security deposit. Yeah, yeah, or rather, you won't get that fifty gold back, so you now lose fifty gold that I didn't charge you earlier. Yeah. So rather than so as as we look mournful as Garen Garen looks mournfully at the boat, we should all we should uh, uh, um, pay back out of the money that we have in the share. We all used the boat, and we all left it behind because it was too crazy in the city. Nayless, the vote was my responsibility. Oh, that's not fair. Well, if Mr. Pelican says so. Yeah, how about if we go 50 50, the two of us? I, I can't see that, lad. Like I said, the vote was my responsibility. Oh, the penalty is a bit of power. Yeah. <laughs> Okay, you gave me the combination you're safe, right? Yes. <laughs> I'm gonna sneak money back. I'm going to make some notes here. Minus 50 GP, because the platinum just... Yeah. And, and at some point in the next couple of days, you will doubtless go back to the boat owner and say, you know, sorry to take it up. He just sort of nods and seems terribly surprised with this. All right, well, you're not getting your deposit back. Yeah, we know. He's... Yeah. Why do you put it somewhere awkward to get it? Hold on, that's what I'm doing. From the time that lights monsters. <laughs> we have a night of the round of the box. Mm-hmm. The shiny players. This is the appropriate one for the bar. There we go. Alright. So, let us look at what we are trying to get rid of. Um, so we'll leave the silver magic coil and let, um, Let's start off the art objects. It's going to be a long way to get it this way. <laughs> yeah, so, yeah. Um, alright, well, what about everything bar the entwined succubi? <laughs> alright, actually, so what about we head down to the luxury market and see how many, and see how many of the art objects we can hop down there? Sounds good. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so, if you are engaging in this sort of thing, uh, can people give me a streetwise? Uh, I need one from you here, whether you would like, like to roll it or not. Oh, gosh. Okay. 
Oops. So 23, 15, and 5. Okay. So, you know... Several places you could you could sell this you could sell this sort of stuff at. There is um there is the what's this place called? Can you sell it to yourself? No. The silver liquid. The silver oil. No, I, you gotta get it items from Yeah, but that's um yeah, she's that's taking that home tonight. We're not yeah. worrying about that one right yeah. now. Uh we're doing the Swap pies. <laughs> Sounds like a good plan. Yeah. They've been put into the dog box. Yep. Oh, and would um Z like to buy the oil of Keen Edge? He might. You can take that home as well. She could You can take that home as well. Down in South Shore, there is the Green Market that um, specializes in selling only pointless luxury. That's, items. What, that's, that's what I was thinking. Um, yeah. You would guess that um, they probably wouldn't take the succubi off your hands as being uh, not quite their customer base. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, however, you are aware of a place called Exemplary Excretables up at Old Corvosa. Yeah. That uh, is a museum rather than a shop, but is known to buy a bunch of weird crap in the ilk of disturbing and vaguely pornographic things. Yeah. Um, but... I don't do the damn, <laughs> Uh you know it has run by a man named Pilt's Lamb, uh, who is one of Gadron's two sons. Yeah. Yeah, which is why I uh, don't want to go as, there. As far but... as you know, he has no real connection with his father in any fashion. Um, the two of them are fairly publicly estranged, and as, and as far as the family is publicised at all. Um, and you know somebody who would dearly, who would, who would dearly and happily buy the um, cigar case off you, who is a constant um, smoker, although his family doesn't know um, because he endeavours to conceal it from them. His name is his name is Z Pinklewink. Ah, yeah. He's your known fans. This is why you were wrong. Yeah. Do you know that he's a secret smoker? No, no, no you don't. <laughs> No. If I if I found out, then I was talking from somewhere. Right. <laughs> okay, so that's um, why you don't find out. Yeah. yeah. All right. So um, <laughs> do I? Okay, yes. I made a fifteen on the switch. Yeah. Do I know that Zvi is trying to conceal this yes, from you know his family? That, you know that he knows that you know that he knows. Mm-hmm. The okay. All right. Oh that's a <laughs> Okay. Then I will um, I will say that I think I have a buyer for the cigar case, and that I'll take that off tonight. And then I will endeavour to do this without Lucy finding yeah. out. Good idea. Um, Alright, and Lucy can take those two things and we'll do, you can do that tonight. Um, so let's take the rest of the stuff, barring the succubi, down to the uh, green market and see how much of it we can yeah. find a buyer for. Can you drop off one open on the way? You certainly can. If you wish to drop off your orphans. Yes. Yeah. You so may. Okay. Your orphans are dropped off. Yay. Orphan completion. Yay. Okay, so I found out what I needed to you find You got out. the achievement, a family affair. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, so What's we have... Like? So you now something? have five orphans and and um, two squatters living in your fort. Oh my gosh! <laughs> and soon a barbarian. <laughs> yeah, they'll be the new gripper. <laughs> yeah. Why is the new gripper 11 feet tall? <laughs> It's like Doctor Who, they change size and shape every reincarnation. 
when they slack off, uh, they get fed to the... It's, it's funny, like, if um, Karen called all of his apprentices Griff. It's <laughs> <laughs> just like how... Um, Griff the temp. <laughs> yeah. It's always Griff. Why do you call me number 11? <laughs> because number 10 stood too close to the floor to enacting the agents. Yes. <laughs> In any case, waiting, GM waiting patiently. I'm good. Yep, so, um. Am I actually allowed to roleplay and waste yourself? Yay! So, um, we head down to the Green Market. Yep. Okay. So, you arrive at the Green Market. Um, it is a little indoor enclosed market specializing in really fancy crap down in the South Shore. So this is around where Silver was living. Yeah. So it's, it's well across the city again. Um, however, at this point, the city is getting functional again. It, ta- it would take you a while to flag down a carriage, but you can actually do so again. Sweet. Um, and you hit there, and you hit into this little market. It's pretty quiet in here. You'd guess the sort of customers that come in here are probably the sort who would like to take an extra day or two before sticking their noses out of doors after this. Mm-hmm. Um, and there is a young human woman in a fine silk dress behind the counter who <clears throat> looks up at you and Ah, darlings, welcome to the green market. How may the great and powerful Ziva Foxglove help you this morning? We have some items here that we found that we'd like to pass on to you. She looks you she looks you all up and down slightly. Uh, and people get a quick sense motive check here. Yay, sense motive. My, one of my lowest skills. No, <laughs> oh, yeah, one. one of my lowest skills, yeah, too. Three. Oh, uh, I got ten. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, have a, I rolled an eleven, though, so... Oh, look at that interesting architecture. <laughs> yeah. we, we do not sense motive. So, I believe, um... Uh... Jack. Jack and, um, Floral pick up on this... She she looks you up and down and oh items you found items you found uh, items you found is it of course I'd be happy to look at them and looks the the gaze lingers on Flora and on Silver the two Parisians in the party <laughs> she's pretty much running the assumption you've kiffed these in the riots somewhere yeah, yeah. <laughs> which is obnoxious because if I was fencing things she's not who I'd go to. <laughs> Um, incidentally, Jack seems to be pretty familiar with the layout of the Green Market and particularly the surrounds of the Green Market. Like, she spends quite a bit of time down and here. She pulls out a little jeweler's eyeglass and takes things off your lips and goes, hmm, 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 yes, ah, hmm, a remarkably fine example of uh, a scrimshaw carving of a kraken with garnets for eyes. The great and powerful Zeta Fox Club would give you as much as 20 gold pieces for this, and no, no, no more, please. No. And this, this goes on at <laughs> yeah, some point. Yeah. So she will protest that, that you're ruining her, but as I have no other, as, as the great and powerful Ziva Foxglove has no other customers in the riot, <laughs> alas, I, 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 and for the good of the city, I must take charity, I, I must be charitable towards you, I suppose I can work with that, you know, what you think it is worth. Etc. Etc. And she will buy most of that off you. So she'll buy the Chilaxian ingot. Yep. And the tiny crown. Uh, the Chilaxian ingot is is literally gold. gold you can right. sell it anywhere. Okay. She would buy it off you with ease and without dickering. She looks yep. at it, weighs it up. Yeah, that's worth 
Yeah. Yep. It's so got the proper seal on it. We, we might as well get it off our hands. Yeah, it's oil okay. Yeah. Uh, tiny Crown. Yep. And the Scrimshaw Kraken. Yep. Now, um, I will have asked you this this morning. You want to try and track down Elizabeth? The silver ring is engraved for Elizabeth. For Elizabeth, wherever this may find her. Hi. You realize that if you go around town asking people if they, the silver ring belongs to them, you're going to meet a lot of people named Elizabeth? Hi. <laughs> Alright. Do you want to buy the ring? How much was it? 120. And it's an art object, so that's 120. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> oh no, this is easy. Um, but to Garen, it is 90. It, it is, sorry, uh. Half price. Yeah, no, to Garen, it is 70. It is, I tell you it's worth 70 gold pieces. <laughs> this is your own party member and he's trying to do a good thing. Yeah, and I'm, I'm doing, I'm doing, yeah, she's, she's doing, doing a good thing. thing. She's illicitly <laughs> refunding him for the boat. Yeah. Yeah. I think she should there take you. him. <laughs> there we go. The silver ring for Elizabeth is discussed. As a side project, I'm happy to endeavor to try and help you track down Elizabeth. Although well, I, I make it clear, I think your chances are slim. <laughs> so it's not silver that's offering that. It's it's probably you thinking in your head, oh well, you can buy it. Probably I I, I, I was just giving that as an option. <laughs> and I'm assuming the the she she doesn't take practical items, so that's all that we can get rid of. No, in, in fact, if you push, darling. The Great and Powerful Zara Fox Club does not deal in fripperies. <laughs> <laughs> Alright. Well, like in fact, she appears to deal in nothing but fripperies. Yeah. <laughs> That's fine. So, um... Right, uh, so one we... of the things that she has very prominently on display here appears to be a mithril... It is advertised as being a mithril hourglass with diamond dust in it, uh, valued at something in the neighborhood of 4,000 gold for an object that is reasonably pointless. Huh? I remember finding a mithril. Yeah, I remember yeah. seeing the signs. That, that, that might be the same one. <laughs> you know, maybe it got sold in there. Yeah, um, it claims to be from a famous pirate lord. <laughs> ah, there we go. <laughs> All right, is it tiny? Or no, is it no. Well, because no, it would have been resized. Yeah. Um, okay, so I would suggest then that we go try and find a weapon shop. Um, so we want to find a weapon shop. Um, mm-hmm. Clash of any by the Clash of Steel, say. Uh, so the the Clash of Steel is a um, is a, a, a training school rather than a weapon store. Per I, say. I, I was just thinking they they might have some weapon shops nearby. But yes, yes, most definitely. Yeah, for this one, I'll stay further back. Because I don't want to be seen, you know, selling weapons to my competitors. <laughs> yeah, that's fine. Yeah. That is, however, um, across the city, as you are um, have gone from North Point to South Shore to Old Corvosa. Yeah, yeah. So that's all right. But this, the, but um, can we do that in an afternoon, or do we need to cut it there? Uh, that's probably more than an afternoon. However, um, the other one you can go to is. Um, Wasn't the creepy place in Old Corvosa as well? Yes, exactly. Yeah. The creepy place is in Old Corvosa as well. So we might need to do the, leave the, yeah. do both of those on the morning. How about um, 
silver and go and take the statue by statue to the creepy place, <laughs> and the three girls go sell the sell the weapons. Sounds uh, good. Hmm? Sounds good. I'm not. Yeah, but we'll, but we'll do that in the morning. Because yeah. <laughs> at that point we'll have sold off enough stuff that I think we can do treasure uh, division and break down the loot and. Yeah. Flora, you were aware because you have your shop around um, the gold market in Edred's Walk uh, of a store there called Slicing Dices, which is just a generic weapon store. We could just take, but I with can, a great name. We could take the weapons and sell them there. Yep. So, um, your where is your store? In the, in the gold, gold market. market. So. On there, but it's, it's this big square here. But oh, sweet! So we can do that on the we can do that. At, that's not very far from the South Shore, so we can do that on the way home. Yep. Yeah. Yep. All right. We head up to Flora's shop, buy okay. Flora's shop, and sell off the weapons. Yeah. So um. There's also um cold water and um popsicles there if you desire. Yeah. Right. So we go into the clash of uh, the slice and dice and. Yep. So we're not doing this separate, but we're doing it together? Well, Flora knows a, a weapon shop that's much closer by. And yeah. this is this is a fairly standard transaction for yep. them. They both yeah. the weapons over. Yep, not obviously perfected. Done. Okay. Here's so half the and, and you literally see the guy hands you half the money, hand, hands you the price of them, and then starts writing up, you know, placards for them, <coughs> sticking them up. Yep. 300 yeah. gold, masterwork, rapier, lightly yeah. used, clink. Yeah. Um... I will have wet gloves cleaned both weapons so that they're a bit less pox ridden. To this looks like it's got rabies on. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I caught it. Gloves and some hot water, but I don't touch them with my hand. Yeah, fair enough. Make a will save. <laughs> we can just stick them in the porch for an hour. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that would purge them. That's a good idea. <laughs> Unless it's got a supernatural disease that then infects everything uh, you made. Well, but you never notice. I do that with the rapier and the shuriken. I've washed the hand crossbow because if you put a hand crossbow in the porch, you'll have yeah. no more hand crossbow. <laughs> or do you have some metal bits? <laughs> <laughs> Alright, I have ash. Okay, and then we go our separate ways for the evening. Yep. Head back yep. to our respective homes and businesses. Yep. Homes, homes given that it's evening. Mm-hmm. And, um. Yeah, I hate the, um, unidentified, uh, um, liquid. And <laughs> the oil of keen edge. Yeah. Thank you, Uncle. And you can also actually have the scene where you rewrite with your beloved uncle. You don't have to go straight to selling treasure. So then you can have the scene in the middle of the night where you go with the cigar box. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'll, I'll do it first thing in the morning before I meet you guys. You get back to Wintrish and Pickle Winkle's Wondrous Potions. Yes. Pickle Winks, sorry. I'm yeah. always going to get that wrong. Pickle Winkle. Um, <laughs> and it, it, has, it has a sign out front that says closed on it, yeah. which doesn't tremendously surprise you, given one of the people that's supposed to be working here isn't here and there's been all the riots and all that. However, you obviously have keys for your own house. So yeah. you open it up, you go in, um, and as you make noise, there's the doop, 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 and Z comes down the stairs looking for you, <coughs> coughing slightly. <laughs> and, and he, oh, Lucy, thank you, Marius, you're back. <laughs> gives you a hug. Lucy smells like he, he does, but he often smells quite funny because he's in the middle of, oh, you know, various alchemical concoctions. Yeah. <laughs> wow, that's how yeah. he gets away with yeah. it. Yep. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> he says, oh, 
You all right? You all right then? Nothing oh, happened in the yeah, riots. Yeah, um, I'm fine. Um, well, the shop's fine. Yeah, that's, yeah. That's no, great. Nobody touched it. He looks like he's going. Uh, I mean, what kind of idiot would throw a fire into our candy shop, right? <laughs> Olivia hasn't hasn't been eating. She, she'd like oh, to see no. if she's been worried. Oh, oh I, I go and see my mother. Job. And there's the sort of fairly thin, frail-looking woman kind of sitting yeah. loosely on the bed, just shuffling her feet in slippers and looking down at them. As you come in, she looks up and her eyes light up at seeing you for a moment, and she comes across the room and gives you a a slightly weak hug. She says, Lucy, there you are. Looks around past you. Where's Gaius? I was worried you'd been been caught up in the riots when he took you out for ice cream. Uh, Mom, I... He's fine. I, I went to see him, and he's still busy with his business. He's fine. Oh. He'll, he'll be back shortly, then. He, he will be. Oh, I was hoping he'd come back so I could see he's okay. <coughs> I've been worried about you both. Mom, you should, you should start eating again. Uncle Z says you haven't been eating. What? No. Uncle Z nods, yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. She, I, I may have missed lunch. He does like Makes a four four finger <laughs> gesture to you. Let me bring bring you something and I go and bring some of her Ah, that's better. You've got your father's hand for cooking, my dear. You should you should have skipped meals, Mom. He was he was an awful cook, even yeah. when he was alive. Yeah. He's presumably worse now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> And Z sort of nods, so yeah. it's okay. And you sit down, you catch yeah. up with him. You know, she, he tells yeah. you, you know, there were a few riots around the place. Um, several bottles of alcohol got thrown at the building in general, but nothing specific nothing. was happening. Yeah, so everything's kind of ordering and fine. Yes, then he will... Yeah, we, we go down back to the shop and I show him this potion oh. that we found. Where did you get this then? Well, I came across it when I was chasing oh, that guy. Um, someone. <laughs> he looks at you. Someone, huh? <laughs> Shall we call him Ledrin Gan? <laughs> uh, no, you know everything, Uncle. <laughs> if you, Lucendriel, it's, it's never very difficult. And just to be clear, you carry an unknown alchemical substance. I've been careful. I've... Good. This is where alchemists lose eyebrows. I don't know how many times I have to tell you that. Does he still have his eyebrows? Uh, there, there are two. Yes, there are two very thick, bushy caterpillar-like things up there. Well, it must be really. Whether or not they're natural or glued on, it's not the same. When they return well, up, the Lucy's got pencils on eyebrows. Extra fuzzy, so. Yeah. 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 <laughs> they're really thick. Like, like he's got a special eyebrow comb. Yeah. Wow. Also, I see and no eyebrow. Uh, yeah, will, he the will check this over. Anyway. Shake it a bit, open it carefully, sniff it, puts puts a little um, eyedropper in, takes the tiniest drop, puts it on his tongue, makes a small face. Ah, yes, that's the mercury, right? Yes, yes, I know, I know exactly what this is. Suddenly he's poisoned. Oh, what is it? He looks at you. 
what is what's your conclusion? Oh, oh. <laughs> no. He's in teacher I, mode. I I try. Alright. I'll let you know the uh, I understand, <laughs> I understand. I'll let you know the answer. It's on page it's on page hundred and forty seven of common common toxins and their derivatives. Fourth shelf on the right. Oh. <laughs> wow. Okay, and and when, when you're trying to go over and look at this. Yeah. Uh, like I grabbed a heavy book with my ace string. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, somehow it crushes yourself. Do you like mushrooms? Yeah, thank you. Mm-hmm. Just one? Yeah. Just a wicked good. That's not good. Yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, you said, where for the uh, so it is something called Silver Sheen? Yeah, I thought it might be. Silver's your weapons. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> That's me all over your weapons. Oh, yeah. that, that would be a very dangerous thing. Mm. And kind of disturbing. One of us really ought to keep that. That's really useful. Mm. Mm. Uh, let's just look at that. Uh, it's worth 250 gold. Cool. Mm. And I also asked him whether he'd like to keep it in the shop and sell mm-hmm. it all. The other one. Oh, well, we probably, we, we want to, we want the silver, we wanted to find out what the other oh, one is. Oh, yeah, was. yeah, yeah. Rather than uh, it yeah. turns a weapon into alchemical silver for an hour, replacing any other special material it might be made of. Yeah. So basically, if we come across vampires or anything, yeah, werewolves, that's, things like yeah. yeah, werewolves. It might be useful. Might keep your basil party. Yeah, yeah, that's what we're gonna do. Okay. Because yeah. <laughs> you have big problems if you don't have so silver. Right. And you were gonna, yeah. we gonna sell that other thing though. Sorry. Yeah, the the it keen edge, the keen edge one. Thirty-eight cents. Sorry about the 38 cents. <laughs> you can tell you that later. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so we'll sell, um, so the king needs to And yeah, so you'll buy your yeah. silver sheen happily. Uh, you yeah, well, we're not wanting to sell the silver sheen, it's the king needs one that we're yeah. wanting. Yeah. Or the king needs whatever that is. Yeah, he will yeah. also, he will also buy that if you wish to sell it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, hold it. How do you expect us to turn a profit, you know, if we're not making the things, oh, you're going to sell it to me for half, pro- okay, yes, done. <laughs> That, yeah, that's, that's normally how it works. Yeah. Uh, but, mm. So we, is that everything? Except for With several more questions of what do you think this is worth? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I study. That's, every, that's everything we gave you. Yeah. You'll find the answer on. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Wow. Teachable moment. Yep. Teachable moment. Alright. Erin's a parent, she understands teaching. Does, anyone, yeah. does anyone, anyone else want to do going home scenes? I want to do a little one with taking Majiko back to my, back to the thieves camp, I don't you know. Go first. Uh, so um you know, as 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 we head back Flora and I would imagine head back to the thieves camp and I head back to my little wagon. Mm-hmm. That's um Alright, so this is where I live. It's a it's a little little breathing wagon. Where's we got it from? Oh. And again, this is, uh, your conversation to him is allowed, his is telepathic, you can hear it in your head. Yeah. Um, it's, oh, it's very fine. Very fine indeed. It looks like there are soft cushions in there. Could those be soft cushions for a shooter dragon with a wounded wing? Dear, uh, I could make you your own little bed. I was thinking, see, this little panel, and I'll show him. There's some little side panels, so I was thinking I could open this one and you could fly in and out when you wanted to. Oh, that, that would be lovely. Yeah. 
And I think it's small enough you could slide it back and forth yourself. Yeah, it's got claws and a yeah, so you could if you want to if you want to go off exploring or whatever you could. Well, I mean this this would suit very nicely. I mean for for a few days or maybe a few weeks until my wings are healed. I don't I don't want to be an imposition, of course. Well, you could stay as long as you want. Ah, well, you, you would find that my family and, and I would be most grateful for your hospitality. Your family? Uh, mm, yes, they're elsewhere in the city. Very important funerals. <laughs> His eyes flicker slightly. Yeah. <laughs> Don't even need to bother making sense of him. No, it's not a real wire. <laughs> okay, well let's go inside and have a look for a nice soft cushion, shall we? I like the purple one. <laughs> and I will, in fact, make a little pseudo dragon bed. Oh. <laughs> and then I will fix him a snooter dragon dinner. Snooter, snooter, snooter. Pseudo dragon snack. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Pseudo snack. Yeah. Not quite a full snack. It's just <laughs> kind of a snack. <laughs> well, the good news is that he's so tiny. Even on my, uh, even on my budget, I can actually yeah, feed yeah, him pretty yeah. well. Yeah. Oh, they must keep between them and the uh, what were they imps? Yes, the imps. The yeah, the between them and the imps, they must keep the pigeon population down. Yeah, yeah, not a lot of birds in Corpo, so. <laughs> and Pete looked around. So, is just you that lives here then? Uh, yeah. I, um, I don't really have any family anymore. What about your parents? Did they throw you out too? Throw you out? <laughs> <laughs> no, they, um, my my mum and dad died when I was pretty young. There was a there was a plague in Corvosa back then. Oh. And um, there was a lady that raised me, Mama Hester, but um, she died too a while ago. Oh, I'm sorry to hear it. We see the people heading off in the dead wagons sometimes when there are plagues and diseases through the city. It's um. It's okay. I have um, I have Flora and her family. You're, she's the one who, uh, who brought you inside and rescued you. And her family are all really, really nice. And there's Rosalie. She's really nice too. She helped me. She taught me how to fight with knives. And she's very pretty and clever. <laughs> and I guess these new people that we're meeting aren't so bad. <laughs> yes. Okay. They too are very pretty and clever. <laughs> Well, I don't know about that necessarily, but they seem nice enough. Yeah, the talk doesn't seem to be on a head on this money. <laughs> yeah. It's all these people and I me. I have watched humans in the I have watched humanoids in the city and their courting rituals for my entire life. I can assure you that the dwarf is very attractive. <laughs> and I'll tell at the web store now we have the. Yeah, thing of dwarfs. <laughs> <laughs> the yeah. calendar of Gareth working the forge with a shirt off. Yeah. <laughs> and all of the, the Hobbit characters on it. Yeah. Yeah. Certainly, the way, uh, certainly the way you're a dwarf, so I think Gareth is kind of a dragon. Yeah. Hey. He's got charisma. Everyone in the party's got positive charisma. Yeah. 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 Shut He's a pretty dwarf. Okay. Get a bit of fire in him. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. And Majinko okay. and I hopefully sleep the night peacefully. You do indeed. Okay, does anybody else want to do anything else? We should probably. Uh, Thieves Camp seems actually remarkably light on um, 
any sort of presence of authority whatsoever. It's yep. usually pretty light anyway, but it's non-existent at this point. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Garin will be walk, working the forge a little after he's finished the day's orders. Yeah. He's going to be starting, he's going to be doing work on his pet project. Yep. And yeah, work is you've, you've actually got um, more much more time than you'd normally have because work is pretty slow. No, one or two new customers show up in the day. A couple of people show up to pick things up, but it's about twenty five percent your usual custom, which is. Yeah, you probably gave instructions to Nakoda before you left, and he's probably been handing things over to people. Yeah, yeah. That's so, you, you, you've been ticking along while we weren't there. Yeah, which means he can keep an eye on the kids as well. Yeah, exactly. Why does everyone call me the new Griff? <laughs> <laughs> I'm the new Griff too. <laughs> that halfling came back, he thought something had happened to the old new Griff. <laughs> <laughs> Then <laughs> <laughs> some guy came by looking for nephew. Who is this woman? <laughs> <laughs> She's everywhere. I like to see nephew. If if no one else has anything in particular they want to do, um, I, I want to do stuff. In, I was thinking in the morning before we meet up, I'll go sneakily sell Zeta's cigar case, and you two could sell the creepy um statue, statue of the creepy guy. Yeah, <laughs> and then we'll um reunite sort of yeah. 10, 10, 10, 30 style of thing mid morning. Yeah. Um. So if if you're not going to be talking to my character and you're going to be doing your forge thing, yeah, the social um, I'm gonna, um, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna have a chat with Nakoda um, about what's happened with the the whole Hell Knight thing, because um, Silver, he, he knows what's going on with Silver in, in his mind. It's like, so like with the Hell the Hell Knights taking over, obviously my mother's gone and done something, made a deal with the Queen. Saw her taking all the credit in the paper. Yeah. We need to find out more about that. I'm not sure how good my contacts are nowadays. I need to make some new ones. Got any thoughts? <laughs> if you're talking amongst the nobility, I don't think I'm exactly welcome amongst that school. <laughs> That's not the, the group uh, I'm uh, Sorry, I don't think my kind are welcome amongst <laughs> that school. I can take care of that. I just need somebody to bounce ideas off. I'm not sure where to go through first, um, what, what, I, what to go to first. We should find out more of what's going on with, with what she's doing. Well, I'd say hit the street, hit, hit the streets and the bars around the Temple of Asmodeus. See what words getting out. They must have, they must have servants coming, servants coming out, spreading gossip, that sort of thing. Hmm. I imagine the knights themselves would be pretty tight-lipped, but the people under them probably got a few, a few things to say. They wouldn't repeat in their company. <laughs> Oh, I suppose I could start start going and hanging out some of the bars again. Do we want to do a quick round tonight? Sure. Okay. Um, I'll I'll tell you that I'm gonna head out and do some bard stuff. You mean drinking and whoring? That is not code, but you can take it how you want. <laughs> um, so Just remember, lad, if you bring back any. Any lasses, they cost extra to board up for the night. What about lads? <laughs> I think your friend Nakoda there would have something to say about that. Yeah, lads eat even more. <laughs> <laughs> I 
Alright, so we'll head off. Um, where's the closest place that would be of, of interest? I think um, if you're drinking for a gather information check, you just yeah. generally make a yeah, you, 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 you hit roll several around, taverns. You take my streetwise. You're doing the Cavosan Golden Mile. <laughs> yeah. Oh you take one for the t- your liver oh, takes 20. one for the team. Oh. <laughs> nice. Okay. So remember, if you want to be better at that, it is a bard skill when you next level. Yeah, hell. I know. Twenty total. Yeah, twenty in total. Like I rolled a nine, a, an eighteen, and I plus two because. Yep. So. His charisma. I'm yeah. pretty, okay. I flash my eyelashes. So you you can actually track what's happened here relatively easily. Um, it certainly doesn't appear to be a big secret that um, the crown, in the form of Kit, and, and when I say that, I mean the Corvosan government, basically in the form of Queen Iliosa, have paid the Hell Knights to step in. The Hell Knights don't work for her or the city directly; they work for the Temple of Asmodeus, but take on a variety of other jobs for pay. They're religious mercenaries, essentially. Mm. Um, their duty is to the church and its needs first, but it, it's not like the Temple of Asmodeus needs frequent protecting, so... Yeah, they're Templars. Yeah. Um, so, it, it's fairly easy to find out that the deal appears to have been quite simple. They just got paid a rather large amount for this, or rather the mm. temple got paid, rather the church of Asmodeus got paid a rather large amount for this to step in and restore order. Um, what you will discover looking deeper into this is that um, o- Octavia appears to have done what Sybil would consider to be her usual political manipulating in the background, yeah. and has deliberately kept the price high for the first couple of days, unreasonably high, yeah. until the riots are hitting their peak, and then has lowered it to reasonable, done the job, and stepped in and taken all the credit for it. The The word on the street as you discover it is that people are afraid of the Hell Knights, but we're also grateful to them for stepping in and sorting out what they're calling yeah. the Queen's mess. Yeah. Um, but the reason that's the common sentiment is because your mother has orchestrated it to be so. Yes, they wait until the people were desperate, and then yeah. all of a sudden, yeah. If there have been any uh, more secret backroom deals there, you don't, just, you are unable to discover them on that streetwise. That's fine. Um, this is just the first, the first streetwise check, so that's all good. Um, do I have a fairly safe bet that? In a contest between Iliosa and your mother and political maneuvering, your mother's going to win because she's, you know, old and devious. Yeah, she's yeah. 30 years Iliosa's senior at this point. Yeah. Um, so does, does and, has, and has spent much of it as the high priestess of Asmodeus, which is a great way to learn your professional player <laughs> skill. Oh, uh, yeah. Whereas, uh, you know, Iliosa's only been in, Ch- in um, Corvosa for five years. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so do I get an impression of how much damage the Hell Knights did? Uh, yes, actually. Um, uh, it's very helpful information that you're finding out. Yeah. Your team's part. Yeah. So, yeah. you have, uh, you, so, reports are still trickling in, but basically you've got about a hundred people dead in the chaos generally mm. and about triple that number injured in some fashion. Yeah. Um, and of that, about 75% of it has happened when the Hell Knights were deployed. Oh, <laughs> oh, gosh. 
Okay. So they sorted it out efficiently. They sorted it out bodily. But, you know, the city's 18,000 people, so yeah, 100 dead is not a particularly yeah. huge percentage. You're not talking... The Hell Knights haven't been unleashing blood in the street or anything. They're just completely unsubtle in their methods. Yeah. Like a mob appears, they don't talk them down. They just walk in with great swords and start whacking them until the mob disperses. Yeah. Yep, that's how they do it. <laughs> That's what my character was going to be training to be. And of course, they 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 would have been operating at that point under functionally a license to kill. Yeah, yeah. Which is why people were so giving them. There'll be room. there'll be no repercussions against them against it. In, yeah. in much the same way, there's no repercussions against the guards who kill people in discharge of their duties. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that's that's pretty freaking terrifying. Um. Alright, um, I don't think there's anything else I need to be finding out just yet. I think finding that amount of information was mostly what I wanted to know. Yep. Um, so we'll probably stick around for a little while so that we don't look like we're there just for, for milking information. Yeah, yeah well the, the this, thing this is, the takes... reason it takes several hours is because yeah. you don't just walk into a bar, find the first person hey you, you meet. Hey you, what do you know yeah, about this, the hell? Hey you, what do you know about the hell? This takes place over the course of like three or four hours over yeah. about three or four separate taverns over yeah. the evening. So not like the monk from our first D&D campaign's approach from um, for finding out where the thieves contest was happening, which was mm. to walk up for the first person he met in the town and say, hey, do you know where the thieves contest is happening? Excuse me, are you a thief? No, officer. Because <laughs> <laughs> wow. we're thieves too, and we totally want to find I'm out totally about this. I'm totally a member contest. of the Thieves Guild, and like, wow. I'm looking for the revelry of thieves. We've never heard of no Thieves Guild, officer. <laughs> wow, that's insane. Oh, man. Anyway. Yes, um, so night passes... Uneventfully? Uh, yes. Sorry, slightly more silver. Uh, ah, yes. You will also discover that about 50% of those of those casualties and injuries are up around Old Corvosa, where the worst of it appears to have gone down. Okay. Um, there were apparently several people, se- several groups protesting in favour of the Arconas up there, because House Arcona lives up in Old Corvosa. Yeah. Uh, the only noble house that does, incidentally. Yeah. Um, nobody, in, nobody important appears to have been killed. Several noble. The hell knights know what side they're in. Yeah, se- several of the noble houses appear to have been stoned, but pretty much, you know, it's people running past and chucking a rock through the window and running away because yeah. anyone sufficiently important can afford their own private security yeah. of sorts. Mm. And. and Truth to tell, you know, that's where the guard will probably deploy first. Mm. Yeah. Mm. yeah, okay. So I think that's pretty much what, what Silver and Nakoda is going to be doing tonight. Uh, that figures civilians, incidentally, not um, officials or guards or things of that nature. Right. What do you mean, the... The, 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 hundred, the hundred people who are dead and those How who are injured. guards are... are... You do not discover this on this particular one. Okay. Because you're looking into what the Hell Knights were about. Okay. Can we, can we continue with Silver? Yep, exactly. Yeah, we, we go back to the um, to the forge. Um, and crash out, probably. <laughs> but that's pretty late. Yeah, 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 we're probably a little bit drunk too, so I don't know if you want us helping. Well, I think I think Darren's probably yeah. tucked up in his virtuous bed by that stage, so you come in however quietly. I don't want to take. As Alara's cards, when no one else is around, and if it were reading, she would tell me 
And I had to find out. Wait, you're not you're not you you're not taking them to the shop, are you? No. No, okay. Just to yeah. find out what I want to find out I have to be at the store, but to just yeah. find general things I figured. So, so oh, right, yes, that makes sense. So specifically the way this works, um, you have your profession heraldry skill is what makes you money in general, yeah. which is just abstracted into that's your daily business. Uh, you also have the harrow of feet, which means you can cast augury off them, so you can ask the GM, uh, will doing this thing in the next half hour be a good thing, a bad thing, or both? Um, other than that, you receive vague cryptic messages from the cards. Yeah. So you, you you could do the take well taking the cards of the Zalara shop be a good thing or a bad thing right before we do it. And yeah. Yeah. And you'll get wheel woe or wheel and woe. Yeah. But it'll get more exciting when you get later levels and get the better divination yeah, spells because the low level ones are pretty sucky. It, but then seven, so are the. You can do augury three times a day. At seventh level, I believe it goes to you can do divination once a day, which is get a riddle about a thing you're going to do in the next week and augury at will. And then at about 13th you get commune, which is ask the cards yes no questions. Oh, yeah, no, I just wanted to see if they'd tell me in general. Yep. Yeah. That's fair enough. Okay. Okay, night passes on eventually. Night passes on eventually. Yay! Holy oh, hell, it's our first card night. Two more scattered shouts in the street. I hope you're up with Iliosa. I hope you're up with Iliosa. Yep. Oh, yeah, I'm back to full 100% pretty. Oh, yeah. silver. Yeah. And that's oh, the point at which the GM's disease place. Oh, right. no. Okay. Do I, do I rub off my, my slightly unpretty nose? The good news is you look fine. <laughs> oh. You just okay. feel awful. Yeah, you, okay. you can't you can't heal from this attribute damage anyway, so you might as well take the charisma out, and tomorrow you can <laughs> fix up whatever um, this is. You have shakes and you feel hot and feverish. Oh. And can you take one point of dex and two points of con? Oof. Ooh, Ooh, savage. So eleven yeah. and one of con, so that's two. twelve. Two of con. Two of con. Yep. Oh damn it! <laughs> <laughs> so your hit points drop. So one, so that's zero and zero. And you are you you it is very obvious to you that you are feeling sick. You have an illness, a disease of some kind. And you lose two hit points. So I'm currently at 11. Yeah, your total is 11, effectively. Yeah. Ouch. Yep. And is that, is that something that's going to heal over the next day? Uh, Who knows? You don't know. Oh. You, like, if it's a normal disease, then you would expect, you know, you get sick, you get better. Sure. So you may want to seek some kind of medical advice yeah, from your kindly friend when yeah. you run into it. Oh dear. <laughs> Okay, so um, in the morning. But the good news is you look fine. Yeah. There's no, there's no. I'm well just going from charisma to dex and con. <laughs> yeah, an improvement. My my AC's gone down as well. Um, you dropped one point of yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, so I've got a, a thirteen AC now. Uh, and what Your else? Initiative uh, drops. Initiative's now zero. <laughs> you may just want to just note AC yeah, and no, apply the yeah. pen, minus one penalty to anything Dixie you're doing, like yeah. Yeah. Just or whatever. <laughs> well, not with weapons. Oh, that he doesn't have weapons for this yet? No. no. Well, I'm not going there. No, it's got a strength, 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 strength based double-handed spear. Yeah, yeah. no, it's me that's got weapons for this. Yeah. Alright, so... um, It's in, both day. Yep, in the morning. No, sorry, it's fire day, the 12th of God's Room. It's been morning. a week since you killed Gadron, though. Yep. In the morning. Six days. Cool, you got Yes, in the morning. Um, before we all meet up. Yep. After um, Lucy leaves the shop in the morning, yep. the camera sees us. Yes. And, uh, Looking around the corner. 
Yeah, a small gnome detach yourself from the roof nearby. With, with a little pseudo dragon on your head. Yeah, yeah with a little pseudo dragon on your head. Well, detach yourself from the um, uh, from the rooftop and go into Zoe's shop. Yep. And uh, <laughs> Z, Uncle Uncle Z looks looks at you come in, smiles at you, goes over, clicks clicks the door shut and puts the closed sign on it. Turn turn turns around. Oh, a few days of riots. Glad to glad to hear you're okay. My little girl, my my girl Lucy got caught up in it as well. I know we were out we were out trying to track down Gadget Man together. I I've never really seen much of her before, but she's good value. Oh, you're the gnome. She said was right. <laughs> <laughs> what did she say? Oh, good things, good things. Okay, that's alright. <laughs> <laughs> um, anyway, um, we ran across some stuff, and I found one thing that I met, um, thought may you might be interested in. Oh, that's very nice. Teak and Jade. Maybe Tim's I make or something. Oh, I, I I know some cigars that would fit nicely in there. <laughs> <laughs> cigars that have spent their entire life being lonely. <laughs> Not knowing they needed this. I know what you mean. I have a pseudo dragon friend now and I'm gonna see if I can find him a patch to ride him today. This is Majinko. Jinko, this is Z. He is very good at buying and selling things. Hello, Jinko. You're awfully little shooter dragon, aren't you? Are you alright? I'm just fine. I'm a mighty example of shooter dragonhood. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Let me get your money. <laughs> yes. And I sell the cigar case. Yay. To my contact. <laughs> <laughs> Because I don't have a long list who, of contacts. Who totally it's just, pretty much always going to be Who just seen. collects smoking paraphernalia. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> oh, no. It's such a great couple. I'm an alchemist. Of course my room is full of smoke. <laughs> unpleasant smell. Okay, and meanwhile, Garrett and Silver get the unpleasant job of going to the... Oh, yeah. you're going to make Pilt's lab. I yeah. Oh, fabulous. So, when you're woken up, Silver's not gone up yet, which is unusual. Normally he's up already sulking in the corner looking out the window. This morning he's not up. Lucy and Lucy's met the guy and Lucy's never going back there again. Okay. So I haven't met the, him, that was on purpose, and I want to keep that streak going, and yeah. I'm not in favor of Flora going either. Yeah. He 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 was his, his, your experience man. with him, Lucy, would have would have definitely been the, you know Hello. Like yeah. just has the conversation while staring at your backside like, Yeah. Mm, nice to yeah, meet you. Yeah. Well, well, you know, there's the, there's the guys that check you out suddenly and just sort of do a little flick up and down. You know, yeah. that's that's probably fine. There's the guys who check you out unsubtly, which is sort of the long yeah. look up and down, which is you know yeah. not great, but you live with it. And then there's the yeah, guys who don't realise you have a face and just yeah, talk directly to your breasts. I'm not necessarily. I've only picked up one so far, but I'm hoping if I start falling, it will either get it or it'll decide to land somewhere else. <laughs> yes, I can't see it. Uh, oh, there's two of them. Yeah. Okay. So you two are going to a place. A place. Oh, good work. Yeah. If she passed me some sort of wipe or tissue or something. Yep. Or remove from the robot. Where did they all come from? Outside. <laughs> Remember Jared said it was bugs or cool, or, or, bugs or temperature? Yeah. It's still, it's, still yeah, yeah, I think so too. It's pretty horrible. It's pretty horrible. Okay. And, um, so, old Corvosa is the first island on which Corvosa, the city of Corvosa was founded, and they landed there about 200 years ago from the Chelyax, the empire across the sea. Um, 
It has some of the oldest architecture in Corvosa and also some of the most run down. It is accessible by literally like about seven dozen wooden bridges yeah. going across. So you, if you go for a major one, you will find a guard presence on it. But it's it's pretty trivially easy to evade mm-hmm. the guard getting in and out of cold Corvosa if you so desire. Mm-hmm. You guys don't have anything particular to fear, so you go through one of the guarded ones and. There are a couple of Corvosan guards who will actually stop you as you're heading in and will happily let you pass. They will just give you a warning that old Corvosa isn't necessarily safe to walk around in yet. Um, you guys, however, look like you know what you're doing with your weapons and that's yeah. I'm happy to lead you through with a warning. Um, you go through and old Corvosa looks like it has suffered some of the worst under the riots. There are several mm. burned down buildings in here. This is probably where a lot of the glows of fire came from. Yeah. Um, However, it has also bounced back the fastest. There's a lot more alive than the rest of the city. There are lots of people out and about in the market buying bread, meat, food, drink, that sort of thing. And you head for Exemplary Excretable. That's a great name for a shop. <sighs> Excretables. Have um, Super been there before? Probably. Probably uh, a car in <laughs> No. Yeah, yeah I, I don't know that silver would have. Um, you reckon? Well, is it a little bit too shiny for silver? Uh, it depends how weird your taste is. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, I, I think silver would have been there once, but maybe not more than once. Yeah. On, a, on a date with the crazy hot chick. Yeah, maybe. So this guy. <laughs> this is a big building. Yeah. Um, that. Stands out in Old Corvosa because it is painted bright gold. No, classy. And has what appear to be massive gems all over the walls. Silver, you could pretty trivially identify them as just being glass. They're they're not only knockoffs, they're reasonably obvious knockoffs. Yeah, and they're they're, they're trying to get a look. Yeah, the the whole thing (laughs) has that feeling of like you, if you've ever seen those, um, uh, jeweled pretty things you can buy at the $2 shop that yeah. are so obviously plastic <laughs> yeah. and unpleasant. You know, for $2, they're pretty good, but and that, that's that's what's going on here. They're trying for the look, and they got the look. <laughs> um, there is a sign, hand-lettered sign outside that says, riots or not, we're always open. Um, <laughs> yeah, I don't think it'll have rioters even going into there. <laughs> yeah. And it is currently advertising a play for this evening called Splatterhouse 6. Oh, classy. <laughs> classy is not the vibe. <laughs> classy is um, me being sarcastic. Th- further to that, there is a sign up that says theatre closed, opening hours of play, such and such and such and such. Uh, the museum is open, however, um, and there is a big gaudy poster outside advertising two dozen and three seven heads. Mm, I'm just going to skip right over that one. Oh, <laughs> right, I wow. a few players. Okay. Uh, instruments of torture and murder. See the famous, see the famous guillotine. Over 37 patrons have lost fingers to it. <laughs> wow. That's, that's fun. Yep. Why would you touch a guillotine? Yeah. <laughs> because we he had came, reasons. He came in here on a drunken dare. Yep. Silver's not even surprised. You hear yeah. And the entry, there is basically a little ticket taker's 
opening at the front of the museum. I'm going to make it my golden nipper go here. That appears to be unmanned at the front, and there are two people. You can hear two pairs of. uh, Hmm? Sorry, you can hear a pair of voices from just inside talking to each other. And you can either walk right in or knock and shout or whatever you so desire. I'll walk right in. Okay. You walk in. You see two people there. Uh, one of them is a guy dressed in what appear to be very fine, almost kingly robes, uh, be it ones that are A, obviously fake, like all the gems on the glass and things, and B, look like they have been through three or four owners before they reached him. They're slightly moth, like they're, they're, it's, it's, it was finer silk at one point, but now it's kind of moth ridden and that sort of thing. Um, and, Pilt Slap. Oh, oh, great. He's the king oh, of the hobos. Oh, he's such a pump. Yeah, he is the king of the hobos. He's such a pump. <laughs> Look at him. He's even got a pump stick. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> he's, he's got a king of the hobos. He's got a king of the hobos. He's got a with a very dashing looking tricorn hat on who is waving a string of papers at him. Yeah. And he, as, as the two of you walk in, um, Pilt glances round at you, waves a vague hand of, I'll just be a minute, yeah. and turns back to his conversation. And she says, Look, the Abandango Cantos isn't finished yet, so I want to display it to just a test audience. That's why I'm giving you the first opportunity to get on the ground here. A play about gods and triumph. Who wants to see that sort of thing, love? No, no, no. What we want to see, see, is a bit of blood and guts. Now, I didn't tell me, anyone gets splattered in this play? Well, there there are several famous historical deaths ah, depicted on a battlefield, see? Axes and swords? Not really, no. It's more tragic death by slow, lingering poison. Ah! I can't, you can't put slow, lingering poison on screen, even if it takes more than a minute to go through. The audience will get bored. No, they want to blow their load quickly. They want to blow their load quickly, a lot. Mm-hmm. Now, look, you can spice it up, love, or you can piss off. It's one of the two. Yeah, Maybe you want to take this, this cantor's down to one of the fire places in town. Yeah. Uh, it's not finished yet, though. I don't quite want to hurt. I've told you, love, you come to the wrong shop here now. If you want to see me collection of seven heads, I really don't. <laughs> <laughs> well, I usually do it. I put you in pretty little arse on the way out then. Well, and both of you two would notice he is talking to her backside. <laughs> yeah. And she walks out past you. Should have stayed on the island. <laughs> <laughs> It's from your island. <laughs> yeah. It's from your island campaign. Yeah. Cameoing from Lost and Forgotten. Is okay. Eric's Mavato. Okay. Hopefully okay. she gets a bit. It, it was a fantastic play. Hopefully she um, gets a bit of place to and screen it. Pilts turns to the two of you. G'day. You see the sign at the door? Two bits of, two bits of gander. Come on in and have a look. You love the museum. It's right up your alley. We've got all sorts of things here. You look like a sort of young man. You've seen a lot of things in life. But I bet you've never seen anything like excretely exemplars, museum of oddities and curiosities. It'll pop your eyes. It'll put wowzers in your trousers. You come on in, just two bits of gander. Bring your little dwarf buddy. I've got a dog and dwarf act. He'll really dig. <laughs> Oh, <laughs> <laughs> but Helen gets the reference. Yes. 
Yes, the inspiration for this character is Baron Royville from the um, Lois Virgil series meets Mickey Mahoney from the Call of Cthulhu campaign. Last of Nalathotep campaign. Well, I would assume only Baron, Baron Rivals as regards as a sleazy, as a sleazy Yeah, yeah not, n- not as regards, you know, professional torturer. <laughs> and he will you come over to... You should blessings to he's not 100% Baron Rivals. Collect you your bits just totally guy. sold on the, on the conception you're here to see as wonderful news in. Well, if you want tickets for the play on getting quick, Splatterhouse 6 will sell even faster than Splatterhouse 5. We got real live decapitation is happening we've on screen. We've got different business here with you, unfortunately. Yeah, all right, no problem, no problem. We we have something that may interest you. Yeah, look, I don't know what you've heard, but I don't get into that sort of thing. You want to head down? You want to head down to Eels End down the road if you want to sell your body. <laughs> my, my what? <laughs> your body. Your body. Oh. <laughs> This is why me, Lucy, and Jack aren't here. Yeah. The poor this is we why Garen isn't the one talking. <laughs> I mean, you might get some butts for it. I don't swing that way. I'm not some sort of pervert. <laughs> <laughs> I recorded the section. <laughs> I can see oh you. I may make love to horses, but I'm not gay. <laughs> oh my god. Probably may like love to horses, but I'm not gay. Yeah. He doesn't actually lead out with that. That's just the GM. If the um, if you'd ever read the Stephanie Plum novels, her um, her boss, the, her boss who runs the bounty hunting business, is totally. We totally fit in with this place. Oh, disgusting. So, do you at this point get out the statue? Yeah. Because <laughs> this conversation could take a while. <laughs> Yeah, I, I I bring out the statue. Does is this of interest to you? Ah, oh, yeah, sell. Yeah, give us a load of that, Wolfie. Oh, Bedoy me. Look at that. Oh, God. <laughs> he, he sort of just fondles it in front of you. Uh, can both of you give me a will save? Oh, oh my God! It's <laughs> not <to go> vomit. <laughs> um, Twelve. Eleven. Oh, thirteen. Sorry. <laughs> so. I, I imagine neither of you overly likes this guy. That's another no, no. to you. No. But there is something really compelling about him, like like roadkill. <laughs> oh. He's he's he, he's actually You can't look away. <laughs> he's, he he actually comes across as as a very charismatic and compelling individual in a very particular way. Mm-hmm. You know, if the the longer you hang around here, the more you feel invested in seeing this museum. Which, given that you're starting from not at all ever, by the time the conversation's finishing, you're like, I guess there might be something to it, you know, <laughs> some other day, maybe. No. <laughs> he's, he, he's a very high charisma person. He's got that very cool, compelling presence about him, albeit it's like the sort of you have to slow down and look at the accident because you just can't believe yeah, it's happening. He's a train like wreck. That. Yeah. He's a train wreck of a, of a, charis- of a high charisma individual. Wow. He but he's not gay. He looks as oh, yeah. I've got a few patrons in the dark corner of, in the dark corner of the museum who would like this sort of thing. Dark there's a couple of extra bits if you're interested. Alright. Uh, uh well we're looking for we're looking for four hundred. Oh I don't know about that. Well he's an awfully fine piece of work. Alright, you've twisted me arm. Four hundred, I'll put on display in the dark corner. And you two can have the first look at it if you want. <laughs> I'll give you free tickets for another day. It's not an offer I make to everyone. But if you two are the sort of gentlemen that are purveyors of this sort of equipment, 
You always find all of your exemplary excretions. Are you ready to say something? Because you look like you want to say yeah. something. <laughs> Is your mouth just so in shut? <laughs> and, and believe me, dwarfs know how to sew a mouth shut. And, yes, he will quite happily buy this off you. Yeah. Um, he goes over it. He he doesn't check it with a jeweler's glass or anything like that. He checks it with his fingers by yeah. gripping both the statue. Yeah, it's pretty much the same. Um, <sighs> but then he does, however, very meticulously get out what appears to be a fairly clean rag. And oh, cleans it there is clean rags in the place. In his pockets, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Alright. Done. <laughs> oh, okay. It's a shake of the hand. <laughs> Save versus disease. <laughs> I was about to say. <laughs> yeah. well, we want to see how many diseases one character can catch in a cafe. Yeah, I'm, I'm oh going to catch them all. <laughs> this was probably an STD though. <laughs> Is this the curse of Doctor Strange? He will also give you two free tickets to the Museum of Exemplary Excretables if you choose to take advantage of them. Good for today only. Um, you may want to just politely take them and then yeah, that's what I was going to do. I will we'll totally come back after we've had lunch. Yeah, yeah. Um. <laughs> yeah, they all come back. You could actually just hand them to somebody going in if you want. Yeah, that's probably what I'll end up doing. I'll probably hand it to somebody. I'm throwing mine into the water. It's a water capture of five <laughs> I know, but maybe you can send it out to sea. There's no way I'm throwing this into my forge. It may contaminate the place. God, for a god of the water rejects it. <laughs> I don't blame him. Alrighty. So yeah, we, so we, we sold, sold it. Sold it. Yep. Yay. At cost of a low, low price of a small portion of each of your souls, then we're all good. Okay, oh, so... Um, Phil Slam, ladies and gentlemen. If Jared could pass me a calculator and tell me how much a masterwork... Sh- is a masterwork shuriken just 300 GP? No, it's worth fuck all. Um, it's ammo. Yeah, 300 <coughs> divided by 12... Divided by 50, sorry. Uh, uh, six. Yeah, sounds about right. Yep, okay. Okay. it's one shuriken. Yep. Yeah, it's one masterwork shuriken. Okay, three GP. Money is money. <laughs> all right, and I'm don't I'm, spend it all at once. Yeah. Okay, at this point, folks, I am prepared to give us a tally for our fine quality party loot. Yay! Yeah. So, um, first off, um, silver she. I propose we give it to Miriam because she's always storing that kind of alchemical crap and it's a party <laughs> and that we don't charge her for it. That's because the heavy loaded party member. And yep. we want it because we wanted to have it. Yep. Yeah. She, she okay, cool. Alright, so, um, party choice, party money choices. I feel like I we'll can, be adventuring together again. <laughs> I can do a, I can do a five way split between us or I can do a six way split, split between us and save some party gold for things like buying healing potions and purchasing things that we want to buy. That's probably the best yeah. way to do it. Yeah. Have a party treasury. Yep, cool. It will, uh, this is not going to be the kind of money that sets the world on fire here, but no. yeah. Money's money. That's just the first view. Yeah. No, that's it for the whole campaign. No. The only loot you ever find. <laughs> no, this is this is a city campaign, which means level humanoids, which means loot. <laughs> yes. Just like they all have gear. Mm. You're not going to find a lot of people that you fight in the city that don't have gear of some kind. Yeah, yeah, it's when we start getting magical gear, though. That's when it starts getting cool. Yeah. Of course, we have to get it off the previous summer. Yeah. All you have to do is find it. Oh. The whole entire gang of the Lamb family is just gross. Yeah. <laughs> I think that's the general idea. It really reminds me of Sin City, the family from that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, 
Uh, the two of you can actually make a, um, I believe it's more civilization as the geography skill. Yeah. Oh, not bad. 20. Oh, fuck yeah. <laughs> 14. I happen to have ranks in it. <laughs> okay. So, silver. Um, looking at Pilts, um, there are several rumors about Lamb and his his two sons. Um, this is in the commonly known pile. Um, that he has rotten relationships with both his sons. Uh, the rumor is that Gadron is too foul to attract a woman, but both his sons are adoptees. Yeah. Um, when you see Pilt's Land, you're putting more credence in that. He doesn't bear a lot in the way of um, familial. Uh, similarities to him, different face structure, all that sort of thing. He didn't give me diseases, but then again, I didn't stab him as well. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, different different face shapes. Yeah, so if, if you had to guess, your guess would be he's probably Gadron's adopted son rather yeah. than... Um... Alright, so um, when the group uh, meets up again outside the Dwarf's Forge, um, we will... We sold it. I need a shower. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, and after um, Silver and Garum have possibly had some kind of bath, um, the um, clean, uh, clean. we unload the um, we unload <laughs> our supplies life. from the um, garage and um, shelf, and there is um, some quite meticulous calculation from Jack, Jack, who eventually assembles a small pile of gold and jewels for each individual. And you may all have three hundred and eighty-one gold pieces. Three hundred and eighty-one. Well, nice. And um, let's pull them up. Yeah, yeah. Um, she um proposes that we keep a small cage so that we can buy things in future, looking pointedly at Garen. That would... And um. Puts, and that we put it in Garen's forge. Cause that would keep you in an upper class lifestyle for three months, mm-hmm. or a common lifestyle for six months. Because mm-hmm. you know he had to say. Or in a destitute lifestyle for years, which you know the combination to. Yes. <laughs> and you will note that I've now had it for a number of days, and nothing has happened. That is actually something I would like to do a scene with you. I can. Um, Potentially um, catch up with you for a few minutes while um, people are st- stowing their newfound well. <laughs> so, uh, thanks for giving me the combination to the bed. Ah, no problem, Russ. The little thing about trust is you need to be the first one to give it for it to be returned. You, um, Figured out on the ticket Really now? <laughs> oh, what a thought. <laughs> yeah, you said something about that before. Anyway, I don't steal from my crew. I figure you knew that, but I just wanted to say it. But I appreciate you trusting me. No problem there, lass. Okay, and that you is... Just mm-hmm. Try and keep the, the half-elf boy out of trouble, eh? Need someone to look after him. <laughs> Coming for me, man. <laughs> He's heard you're the new group. <laughs> no, I'm the old group. It's, not you're so the, old. you're the, the old new group. The old new group. It's yeah. that elf blood that's the problem. Yes. <laughs> I mean, I've only known, he's only known two half hours. You and Griff. <laughs> yeah. Oh, Griff was a half hour. All that makes yeah. Yeah. sense now. Yeah. I'll see what I can do. <laughs> Okay. 
And the day is bright, the day is clear. Yep. Uh, we have a solid platinum brooch and a harrow deck. Which interesting plot, and that's it. Which interesting plot hook do we want to go poke with stick? I think the, um, returning stolen property would be the best one. Did you fix that? Yes, I believe I have. Yeah, you did already. What did you chuck on the ground? Ah, uh, my dragon tooth. Did you name her? No. <laughs> <laughs> Technically speaking, um, both items are stolen. One's important stolen. Because Catherine stole it from Zalara. Yes. Which thieves Yes, that's very true. Um, before oh. you guys go but we, the... we can't return the Harrow deck to Zalara. That ship is pretty much sailed, whereas we can return the brooch to Leosa. Yep. Um, before you before you start doing all that stuff, I'll, I'll go down to um, here. Um, I, I, <clears throat> I didn't wake up terribly well this morning. I was just wondering if you could give me a quick check. Oh yeah, filth fever. If you've ever seen it, very common amongst people who have been poking around things like uh, corpses that have rotted too long, suit being down in the sewer, that sort of thing. I mean, you saw him wrestling in O2 yeah. the other day, <laughs> yeah. so that's doubtlessly where it's come from. Yeah. Uh, it will damage his decks and con. Um, it's not actually terribly dangerous, but it is at least theoretically lethal. If he doesn't get treated for his calm drain, it will eventually kill him, albeit not in any real hurry. You wouldn't hold any serious concern he'd die, but it's a possibility. Okay, but does it continue harming me? Uh, yes, it does. Okay. It will stay until... Until, until... You answer these questions three. Yeah. <laughs> this feels like going back to Chandra yep. with, with all the patients. It's a disease that's defeated by riddles. <laughs> that's that's hey. totally how disease works. Hey, you've never had riddle pox. Riddle <laughs> pox. <laughs> but I'm going to put it into your campaign now. <laughs> that's an awesome yeah, concept. Oh, no. I stole it from Order of the Sticks. <laughs> I suggest that Adam's character be the one that gets little pucks. Or if it's a new one. Jeez, I thought I was the one who put all the diseases. Next level. Next level. So, it is a pretty low DC fort save to make. Um, So, relatively easy disease to shake on your own. Once you've made one, you will shake it. Um, And if you want to either pay for a healer to look after you, or have somebody in the party who has a healer look after you, then how that works is basically you need to spend a day looking after him and then you make a heal check, which can be his fourth save. His fourth save doesn't succeed. Okay. So did um did I just miss Silver? Did Silver make a fourth save this morning to no. see if he shook it? Because he caught the disease. Right. Once so you tomorrow. catch it, you ba- basically you get exposed. You get yeah. a fourth save. If you fail that, you have caught the disease. When it comes through, you will show symptoms. The next day, you get a fourth save. Yeah. Yeah, so tomorrow. At which point, on tomorrow's sports yeah. save, he will either take more decks and Condrain, or, or shake it off. Yeah, and then the next day I'll also get another sports save for more Con and Dex Drain, and or, then the next or, day shake, or shake it off. No, yeah. no, if you, as soon as you make the sports save, you shake it off. Yeah, but the next, If you keep failing, then yeah. you keep going until you either pass or die. Okay, so you get a chance, once a, once a day you get a chance, Correct. and you lose Dex and Con every time you have to make a roll. Correct. And because it's a contraining disease, it is potentially fatal. But yeah. I doubt that's going to come up because we can't yeah, actually. Well, the thing is, your con goes back up at one a day anyway. Yeah. So. Yeah. yeah. So technically, as long as I'm only losing one, I can keep up with it. But I lost two. 
with that last one. So, um, what's your recommendation? Do you think I can I can wing it out? Probably. Oh my god, my fort saves gone down. Yes. And yep. my fort is now one. And it goes down <laughs> every time your con does. If you would, yep. if you like, I can spend the day looking after you. We need to get this stuff done, don't we? Well, if you're really feeling poorly, we could um, go off and um, ponder on your own things. I know most of you has businesses that need looking after. Um, Flora, if you, if you want, I could run the shop for you. Well, I could, you know, let people in and let them, you know, buy buy pretty things. I uh, can't really do the arrow reading, but you you could actually take silver to your shop. Yeah, exactly. Like, yeah, you okay. you need to be around to give him regular treatment, but it's it's um. Imagine looking after a sick person in your home. Basically, you wouldn't spend every minute of every day hovering over them, but you need to, you know, bring them cold compresses, drinks, healing herbs, that kind of thing, periodically. Yeah. Oh, even mummy's got a for me. <laughs> I, I will love I that. had servants for that. Potions have removed disease. Yeah. yeah. What about we try and, um, we have a day to ourselves to uh, catch up on our own lives and we meet back here tomorrow. Yeah. Yes, but would you? For a Mandravius? Yeah. Unfortunately, he's not a Mandravius anymore. <laughs> My son is dead. <laughs> You had a son? I have <laughs> no son. <laughs> Alright, so we get a day to yeah. accomplish yeah. our own things. Yeah, you're, like, you're not running on any deadlines. Yep, so um, yeah. specifically, um, I want to do it. I think everybody, Silver and Flora are pretty much off the clock because he's resting and she's taking care of him. Um, but Silver is so bored though. <laughs> If, but each of us can, um, yeah, well, I think you probably feel, once you start lying down, you're like, you're glad you're lying down and not standing up, and yeah. that probably, um, yeah. keeps you occupied. Um, you probably use more sleep, you seem to spend a lot of nights out on the town, on, on the, on the roof tiles, <laughs> yeah. so, you know. Um, Lend I would like to, um, do one check, um, streetwise check to try and find, um, the ring, who the, Elizabeth, where were they find her? Elizabeth ring? Go for it. Uh, on the basis that it, it, Garen's chances don't seem to be very good. <laughs> give up, try and give him a hand. Uh, that is a seventeen. Okay. I do know. I do know some merchants around the town who might have heard where a thing might have been stolen from. Um, you actually, all you will get off this is a vague idea of um, direction from that. Um, you get direct. Oh yeah, that's a you know, that's that's a nice piece there, look at that. And <clears throat> there's a few wee little um holy insignias on it of various shapes and sizes, which is not terribly unusual in jewellery. Oh, yeah, maybe try the pantheon of the many. Okay. And I will take the ring up to the temple. Yep. Yeah. And when you go poking around the pantheon of the many, which is the um the temple to all the lesser deities in Corvosa, essentially. So anyone that is an Asmodeus or Abadar or Phrasma. Oh, Serenrae's there. <laughs> yes, Serenrae is, is the there. Church of Serenrae. There were nine nine deities in there. Yeah. Uh, probably Shailen as well. Yes, I believe so. Kaelin, I remember Caelan and Kaelin's in there, even though they weren't going to put him in, because then the people rioted. <laughs> um, uh, no, um... 
Gorum, the chaotic neutral god of war, is not banned, but has no place within the city and was yeah. discouraged thoughts of war. Um, Caden Kalen wasn't supposed to be in there, but um, people protested. People protested <laughs> on the like on the day it opened. There yeah. were big mobs outside protesting. Yeah. So within several hours, the shrine <laughs> was erected. Yeah. So which one is he? Uh, he is the lucky drunk, the chaotic good oh, god of freedom, yep. wine, and bravery. He is uh, the he, for accidentally deifying himself. Yeah, he, he is a mortal who got piss blind drunk one night and accidentally ascended to godhood. Too drunk to remember how. <laughs> and all the other gods just don't want to talk about it. Uh, can and, I just change gods, well, please? Uh, there are a bunch of mortals that have ascended to godhood, but ca- including Sarah, right? But Caden yeah, Kalen has er- the best Erori, story. Erori, the master of masters, is also someone who ascended to divinity by achieving mental and com- complete mental and physical mastery of themselves. The sort of Buddha-esque ascension. Sort of the thing. ultimate min-maxer. Yeah, um, he just uh, did it by being awesome. <laughs> I, I is supposed to be the, the ultimate paladin who ascended to godhood for her power. Oh, maybe I got it wrong. It's not Sarah. Is Sarah Ray one? Or? Uh, Sarah Ray is not. She is supposed to be a goddess from the get-go. Uh, right. And Nogabor is the other one who is famously immortal who has ascended to deification. The god of secrets, poison, and murder, who and will also not be found in here. Yeah, and he um, won't but he won't tell anyone how, how he did it because he doesn't want people to retrieve what's happening. Yeah, Shaylin's a goddess. Yes, but she's a regular goddess like Sarah and Ray, not yeah. an ascended mortal. I got confused between Sarah and Ray and I immediately. Um, and when you go poking around, um, you will find a gnome guy there um, who dresses in. A sort of vaguely who dresses in a sort of vaguely masculine veil across his face, and you you ask around, you know, is there an Elizabeth about here? Maybe one who comes here regularly, that sort of thing. Uh, You get directed to him, and he is sitting over by the shrine to Savannah, the goddess of illusions and mystery, um, of which little is known about her because goddess of mystery. Yeah, Um, and he is just sort of kneeling quietly by the shrine. I think Calvin will go over to him, but maybe wait yeah. and see. You, you go over, you lurk, you yeah. wait patiently. Um, he he cites you, finishes what he's doing, and comes over to you and speaks in a possibly masculine, possibly feminine voice. It's not entirely clear behind the veil. And he uh, will actually speak to you in... No, actually, if Garen's there as well, it would be yeah, pointlessly yeah. rude to address you in Gnomish. So he will address you in, in Teldane instead. Hello, what may I help you with? Uh, I think we might have found your way. Nice job, thank you. Ah, yes, it is not mine. I had it forged for my Elizabeth. She died two winters ago. Play. I have kept it to remind me of her since. I thought I had lost it some time ago. Wherever did it come from? What is the answer to this mystery? I um, think it might have been stolen. We found it in some stolen goods that we recovered. And um, Garen here thought we should try and find whoever Elizabeth was. There are many thieves amongst Bobos. I'm sorry if I'm missing. Such things happen. We never know what happens. She has passed on to a bright place now. 
Miriam recalls her sorcerer getting the, uh, the Nexian potion that taught you a random sorcerer yeah. spell. Oh, we have another generator. Oh, that's right. Okay. He has a plan. I'm so excited. <laughs> wow. And I just can't hide it. <laughs> well, I'll be born of the knowledge skills. <laughs> When rank is all you need. Exactly. I'm hoping for last name. Because it would be funny. <laughs> so I can just basically re-roll this until I get one that's um pretty low enough to be on the food. Which might take a while. How long will it take? What a mystery. Sure. Well, apparently what, it isn't like good percentile. Why did you, why did you change one of those D10s into a D4? <laughs> Jared. Uh, no, 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 And and because a D4 plus a D10 doesn't give you an equal distribution, you can't hit one on it, for yeah. example. I was just reading a book on um, Bayesian probability theory today. <laughs> so more probability picked up. But it was okay. sad because I just oh. I want to read okay. the chapter. Here we go. Four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen, fifteen. You said that's coming out right. Um, you drink this, and you start. You, from your point of view, um, Jack Garen drinks this, and this sort of goes, "Oh, I just need to sit down for a moment." So staggers over, sits down, gazes at the statue. So. Um, Garen, from your point of view, um, you are having this massive, like, LSD trip. <laughs> where, so, you are imagining that, of all things, you are a sailor in the land of little North Kings, effectively a Viking, um, who has come into shore out with the king to, as part of their cultural tradition, go out and slay Lenorne, a giant dragon that he can ascend to his throne. And you you get carried away with this, and then after a few minutes, his eyes swim back into focus. Just uh, uh, okay, slight headache after that, and you you have this kind of knowledge sitting in your head about the land of the Norn Kings and all this weird cultural overseas shit. Uh, it is knowledge civilization that got rolled up for you. Because you are not maxed in ranks for it, you gain a free rank in it. Yay! Wow. Now, if you were maxed in ranks, you'd get one that you have to bank until you level, basically. So you, you, can, actually put it, you can actually put it in your ranks? Yeah. Yes. Yes, you receive a rank in it. I just want to keep track of my skill points. Yeah, I'm just saying you can put it in the ranks as yeah, well. Yeah, but what I'm saying is I just want to be able to keep track of my skill yeah, points. Yeah, so you can tell spent it. Ah, uh, yeah. Because no, it'd be very easy to forget. And yeah, yeah, again, oh, I've got one extra. That is logical. Okay. Yay. Potion of mysterious skill. <laughs> yep. Wow, so you, are you going to ask him? <laughs> yeah. Uh, Jack, you, hey, Garen, you're not aware of this. Jack, you have actually seen him sitting there, and out loud he's going, ah, raise up the mizzen mast, etc, etc. To the spears! What did you get? Are you a pirate now? <laughs> it could have been professional sailor. If I'd rolled professional craft, I'd have gone into the player's handbook and rolled one of them at random, too. Wow. Uh, I've got to find me one of these questions. <laughs> <laughs> Me, but... I know what a Nazir is. Okay, what's a Nazir? <laughs> yeah, it's something from the Norns. It's 
They make good potions. <laughs> the vial's completely empty, not a drop of it left. That was awesome. It's like you can't I hope I can, I hope I can do a favour for a certain, you know, one of these days. Come on. Let's get you back to your forge. You look a little bit wobbly on it. Are oh, you saying I'm drunk less? Well, you're drunker than I thought you would be. <laughs> wow, insults. <laughs> I don't know, I don't know if that thing should have had warning labels on the file. <laughs> but it doesn't uh, seem very Savannah. Can you give me in fact a fortitude save versus drugs and poison and that which you add your dwarfy bonus to it? Yay. Twelve. Okay. So you're not sober by the time you hit the um, by the time you walk out on the street. By the time you get home you're sober. But <laughs> it it takes a little while before you're you're sort of half here and half on the sea, rocking back and forth. <laughs> I get you back into your porch and sat down in an armchair somewhere and I get the code to keep an eye on you. You start trying to forge a, a spear, the traditional weapon, and you're like, wait, this involves wood, I don't actually know how to make it. And um, Jack will um, spend some time on the streets and then some time up at the academy Yo. and catch up with um, catch up with my master, which we can do a scene with, or just, uh, but I'm happy just to, to say I do at this yep. stage. Sweet. Yep. 70 gold for a skill point. Wait. Yes, so Master Dinwiss will want to catch up with you and check that you're all right. You know, been eating in the riots and that sort of thing. Yeah, so he basically says, you know, Jack, it's been a few days. I was starting to get worried. Good yes. to see you at the cafe, but yeah. So I let him. I let him know we're going to be out of town for a few days, but obviously it's been a yeah. few days more than that. So. Nonetheless, people people worry less than they would have because they they actually prefer you're out of town while this is happening. But. Yeah. All right, and um. Does anybody else want to declare what they do for the day here? And I think, oh, I'm, just, I think I'm too exhausted. Yeah, most, yeah. mostly. But yeah. I think yeah. otherwise we just we can yeah. go about our standard activities, okay. except for Silver, who lies on the couch. Was that it for you, Jack? Yep, that was it. That was, I just wanted to do that thing. And right. Ah, uh, yes, of course. Uh, you wanted to make a streetwise check, which was to find the rings. And, yeah. You know, carried away by potions of mysterious. You know, yeah, no, that's right. Yeah. So, um, just a thing. Yes. If I'm going to be sleeping, she's going to see me without my my prestidigitation on. Oh, yes. Uh, you're, you're not actually sleeping. You're just resting. Oh, okay. Well, if I'm just resting, then yeah. I can still keep it up. Yes, yes. Yeah. I mean, you're by no means on death's door. If you're at like one calm, then I'd be saying, yeah, no, you're, you're probably a bit out of this. On the other hand, if you were at one calm, that would be. Do you want to buy a potion and remove disease, or do you do you want to risk dying? <laughs> <laughs> it's up to you. Yeah. No, okay. I'm just taking it easy as, then. As it stands, next day comes, uh, give me a fortitude save and a heal check, respectively. Okay. I got an 18 on my court. Then you are fine. Minus. Okay, cool. So okay. I gain a, yeah, I gain a, a thing back. So I'll get Because the way it works oh, is the heal check substitutes the fortitude save if, if necessary, yeah, if, yeah. if better, basically. Yeah, I didn't know I was going to roll like that. So. Yeah, yeah. No, but, no, I mean, it's, it was a, it's it not a good idea one. to bank on, I'll make a fortitude save and, you know, retroactively it, wish I'd had a healer. Plus it means that you con- you put your con up, right? Yeah, yeah my a good con's choice. Yeah, yep, so your, um, your hit points are back up to yeah. full. No, I lost two con. Yeah, but you don't, it's the, you don't have a penalty? You had a cold oh, okay. and now you don't. Okay. Cool. So, I mean, your I mean, your stat isn't fine, but your hit points are fine, uh, and your dex isn't fine. Oh no, my dex. This being yeah. this being medieval fantasy, weekends are not really a concept that you have. Yeah. You know, you, you work as much on the weekends as you do on any other day. Yeah. 
there are occasional festival days off, but um But I think it's good to have had at least some day to some time to open our shops and such like. Yep. Yes. Alright, however, what, there was interest in returning the brooch yes. to the Queen? Oh yes. The next festival is not till uh the twenty eighth of next month. Which is right. the one where people try and break into the academy. Alright, oh. So we're going to we're going to the see breaching some, festival. We're going to see someone royal. Does anybody have Classier clothes than what they customarily wear. I think I do. Because <laughs> uh, this would be a good time clothes. to put on nobles' outfits if you've got them. So, well, as you... so um, we probably need to dress up and stuff if we're going to the palace. This is kind of the nice. She is wearing her pretty entertainment up. This is kind of the nicest thing I've got. But if anybody has any pretty clothes, yeah, I would. I, I would doubt any of the three of you have ever been to the palace before, unless you've had business there, which only Garin might have. No. You two almost certainly have at some yeah. point. Yeah, certainly. Um, am I dressed up enough? Uh, are you in a noble, to, to see the queen? Yeah. Are you in a noble's outfit? No. Then, uh, no. So we have to go shopping. Well, no, you already have to go shopping if you want to show up in a noble's outfit. Basically, uh, I'm saying if you want to at this point, because you two have noble backgrounds, you could declare, you could pay some money and yeah, you could have a lot retroactively of buy them. You could have a my, declare my that you have a noble's was... outfit in the closet. I mean, I, I suspect, I, I don't know what your backgrounds are, I suspect silver yeah, but, won't. And, but I can, um, yeah. I I can also equally Lucy. buy that you don't, both for the combination of you would have, Lucy might have ended up selling it on at some point. Yeah. And, and Silver would have walked out without taking it. Yeah. So what he's what he's got is a noble's outfit that's in Mandravius Manor, way the yeah. hell over there, locked up and <laughs> Basically yeah. we will need to talk our way into the court. It will probably go better if at least one or two of us look like nobles, but you know, yeah. that actually requires us to spend some money. The other thing is we do now have a party fund. We could buy nobles' outfits for a couple of people if we uh, wanted to. And I can totally give you the meta for how this works. Yeah. Um, it's about what sort of impression you make, which is charisma checks. Right, yeah. Which you will get penalised on without the appropriate attire. Yeah. But that it prob- is probably not a significant issue for this group. That's If true, you're all yeah. ugly, twisted hobos and in, with six <laughs> charisma and no nobles' clothes, you might wait six weeks to see the queen. But all right. So basically... Uh, fair warning... Noble's mm. outfits are 75 gold. Yeah, yeah. that's why I'm suggesting my... Royal outfits are 200. Yeah. Because yeah. Tristan wears one. Yeah. So um, w- my suggestion is if we want to, we could buy noble outfits out of the party fund for one or two people to dress to impress. Well, I can buy one for myself. Um, yeah, I mean, I could... Um, I think I would have something like that. I mean, even if it's not like super expensive one, I would have a like, serviceable outfit. Yeah, I think the Curtie's outfit is the next one down. Uh, let's see, there's Royal, <laughs> Noble, yeah, Curtie, yeah. which is basically um, moderately good quality but with no nice jewels or any of that yeah, sort of thing. Yeah, that one. one. Yeah. So I, I just retrospectively yeah, yep, say that I have that, and that's 30 gold, was it? Yes. Yep, and, cool. and this is indeed the kind of thing where if you are sufficient, living a sufficiently wealthy lifestyle, you just go, yes, I have that in my yeah. pants. So you can put it on your character sheet yeah. so you have it. So what, is, is anyone else going to be going for a noble outfit? Because I'll go for the Codia's outfit as well. Alright, that sounds good. That, that, that's probably something you bought subsequently, just yeah. so you had at least one nice You, you, you need to actually be wealthy, spending 200 gold a month to have one for free. Oh, <laughs> yeah. I just remembered something else I wanted to do retrospectively, which was just purchasing a um, familiar pouch for... Um, yep. Is that it's something? Not familiar, you know? No, not yet, but it needs. It's he, a bag. He, he wants a pouch. Um, God, I can't speak. Uh, 
Yeah, you buy it trivially. Sweet, okay. There's a gold. So yeah, yeah I, do. Okay, I can, I can, I can, it comes under common. Yep. yep. So I have a familiar pouch. So I uh, totally put that on my gear. Laura will find her nicest yep. dress, which all of her dresses look like perfect colours as butterfly wings. Nice. So you look very pretty, but you know, okay. regular. Uh, so all. So I find the nicest like one I can. Like a pound, I believe. Pound, pound. Could be wrong, I had to put the clothes in front of them. Um, so, I, do I stay stay the night at your Re- house, or do I go home? Uh, I, I would probably... It makes sense for you to no, stay the you, night at her house? Spending, yeah. You'd be spending yeah. the night getting yeah. treated by her of sorts. Okay. But there's no reason if you're keeping on the couch and she's probably going upstairs to bed. Yeah. Because no, you, I, you I'm not worried about sleep at the shop sometimes and don't always go home to the, the wagon. Yeah. Because um, it's quite yeah, a hike like back home. Your parents, if they don't see you for a night, won't lose the sleep over. Yeah. Um, so in good. the morning, um, Silver will, will offer you a rose and give you a kiss on the cheek and thank you. So I have a glass. He appreciates it. You certainly could. Because he's feeling a lot better now and he appreciates it. Um, I'd like one if, if we could. Yep. Please. I guess the, um, let's assume that Aging Fortune subject represented that the care helped and also that yeah. having a rest was good for Silver because he, yeah. you know, runs all over town. Yeah, well, he needed, he needed somebody to tell him the story. At least you're not going to see the Queen anymore with your yellow rock. Yeah. Filthy, yeah. um, but yeah, probably not. He heard he, he heard he was going to see the Queen the next day and his barred blood went into overdrive. Yeah, yeah. well that's the other thing is we probably don't want to be um, taking going to see the Queen as someone who's got Phil's fever. It's kind of a common thing. Well, that, was, that was gone yesterday. Yeah. Well, no, it's gone this morning because yesterday. No, it's gone yesterday. Today is where I start healing from this. The, no, the, I was talking about the Phil fever, the disease oh, yeah, that you yeah. had. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm not contagious anymore, but I've still got the drain. Yeah, yeah, but that's that's fine. You just look slightly pale, which is probably a good thing. Okay, no, I can spell it. Phil's fever is also not particularly contagious. Yeah, like unless you're going to let Silver do things like bleed all over you or something. Yeah, I, I also have a spell on me that makes me look different. So it yeah, smell <laughs> nice. Yeah. All right. So and we head for the palace. Yeah. Yeah. Incidentally, you, you can disease Iliosa all you like. She can free action whip out potions of cure, cure disease. Wow. Yeah, but the point is we're going, we're, we're looking as nice as we can manage. Yeah. yeah. Uh, an extravagant character who spends a thousand gold a month, um, doesn't need to track expenses at all. Oh. Huh. Um, and a royal character is limited only by what the G- GM deems is available in the city mm. and spends 10,000 gold a month on their lifestyle. Wow. So I see um, Silver yeah, you having You need to a, be the king to afford to do that shit. And having a similar take as his usual outfit, but just nicer materials, sort of a classier, a classier yeah, bar look. I'll, I'll, yeah. And then um, yeah. I, I see Lucy's having the little, she's got one little black dress. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> she's wearing a black dress that's um, not quite, um, it's a bit out of fashion. Yeah. Yeah, but not still, the, not, silver would probably be uh, vaguely aware of what the ladies' yeah, fashions yeah. are. Yeah. So it's not, it's not just, the ladies' fashions. <laughs> Flora looks just as pretty as ever, but of course is wearing clothes made of regular materials. Yeah, right, she, she looks like a pretty young Parisian girl, which is exactly what she is. And um, yeah. Jack has her entertainer's outfit, but she's buffed it up as best she can. Mm. And of course Garen will give his armour a good polish. <laughs> yeah, you know, I bought some nice courtier's clothes. I mean, they're 
workmen courtiers, oh. like you'd expect a tradesman to wear to a business meeting. Yeah. Oh, so yeah, you have business. a courtier's outfit. I do now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm going to see the Queen. I'm a dwarf who's about to see royalty. I'm bloody well getting some courtier's outfits. Yeah? Okay. You know what? Actually, sort of. So will, at that point, so will Jack. I'm going to buy me a royal. Ent- I'm going to buy me a noble entertainer. I'm going to buy me a courtier of the entertainers outfit. Okay. Huh? Mm-hmm. I'm sure Flora will have gone for the blue and black butterflies outfit. The king just died recently. I'm probably going to have an all white outfit. At the point so where everybody, everybody almost everybody is wearing pretty clothes, I just can't stop myself. <laughs> oh yeah, and I should probably put my extra treasure, put my treasure on the thing here. <laughs> that, could someone toss me a cup today? My goodness, that's a pile of money. Probably the most amount of money she's ever had in her life. Yeah. <laughs> Quite definitely. You've got, you've got to remember she's only had money for about two years. Whereas my characters are like, oh, this is yeah. like pocket money. And you head to Castle Corvosa, even if you have never been there before, it is beyond easy to find. It is elevated up over the city, so you can see it from damn near everywhere. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can vaguely see it in this picture on here. It is the big gothic castle up the top. Nice. Cool. Um, specifically what it is, is a big gothic-looking castle. It's a long shadow looming over the city. Um, but it is atop an enormous flat-top pyramid. There are huge, big staircases leading up to it. Um, and is there anyone here who speaks Platonic? Yep. Okay. So, uh, I believe I do. Just a sec, let me find my, um, let me find my list of languages. Draconic right there at the bottom. Yes, I speak Draconic. So there is actually Draconic writing at the base of this pyramid inscribed all the way around it for the first maybe three dozen stairs. Quite small. Just a little little relief there. The same thing written all round and round all sides, just repeated over and over again. Look upon my look upon my works and no despair. Well look upon my works and no despair, for they will not last as I they, they Excuse me. Look upon my works in no despair, for your works will not, as mine, last forever. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like it's paraphrased from Marsiman Days. Yes. But but instead, it's other lesser people. Look at this in no despair. My mm-hmm. shit will last forever. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so that point, it's going to be the real people dragon. can actually give me a knowledge civilization check here. Yay. And I'm slightly better at it. Nothing besides that. Oh, I did bad. I did good. I did very bad. I Eight. Twenty. I have a goal. So, you don't know shit about this draconic message, because you can't read it. Um, you know the pyramid predates Corvosa, however. It was here first, when the Shuante will have been here. Okay. And I'll translate the message for you. For people who aren't just this. And then I'll editorialize it. Seems a bit stinky, really. Doesn't bother me, though. Or if you made that works, when it's going to last. At which point you would guess it would be when the Shanto were living here, but it won't be Shanto in origin. Uh, They do not have any particular truck with Draconic. Mm. There's no reason any given one couldn't speak Draconic, but if it was their pyramid, there's a people who would have written in Shanto. Yeah. 
So it, it would be old. It wouldn't surprise and, me and if it... Corvos the Heaven Court just built over the top of it. That's why it wouldn't be. wouldn't surprise me if it was a dragon who built this thing. They're arrogant enough. Mm-hmm. Very possible. And it is, it, it looks very defensible, which is why they've built the castle on top of it. Uh, so, ordinarily, um, you would head up the great ramp into an open public courtyard with guards around, but not closed off or anything like that, and just approach someone and wait for your petition to be heard. Um, at this point, when you go up there, um, the, you go up the great ramp, uh, the public courtyard is actually shut, um, and you will spot in numerous, numerous guards on the walls with crossbows out that they will actually point in your direction. Um, and there are a couple of guards out to the front, and they, in, in Corvosian guard uniforms, and they approach you. Yes? Public court, public courtyard is closed for today, I'm sorry. Do you have urgent business in the palace? Looks over you. We are returning some of the Queen's last property. I see. How dubious do you look? And can I guess? <laughs> Charisma checks for everyone. Uh, anyone who is in a noble's outfit is at plus two of this. Anyone who's in courtiers is at normal. Oh. And anyone who is not in, in less fancy things is at minus two. I got two. a five. <laughs> So is that I got a four as well. Full charisma. Oh, full charisma. Yeah. Yeah. charisma. So you yeah, add. So um, this is basically as a group. Oh, how okay. much of an impression do you make that your shifting okay. buggers versus respectful? So you just add your charisma. Yeah, so I got eighteen. Yes. Well, so I got twenty-five. Thirty. 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 Yeah. Does this rule look shifty? He's a dwarf. I rolled a freaking three. And you're still fine. That's the point of the full charisma checks. You get and more points for being pretty. Yeah, the, the fact that you're pretty is more heavily weighted. Yeah. So the eyes weigh a little over Jack <laughs> and over Silver in particular. <laughs> the two that have failed this. Um, Lucy has just succeeded at the minimalist standard, thanks to her outfit. Yeah. Um, thus netting you an actual reaction to this, and um, he will ask you several more detailed questions on exactly what you're returning and what you want, and etc., etc., um, presuming that you tell him. Yep. Um, he will ask to actually see the brooch. Yep. He will check it over in front of you. He will hand it back to you instead of taking it off you. Yeah. And he says, all right. I'll send I'll, I'll send someone in and knock several times on on the heavy gates. A little post, a, a little piece slot opens. He talks through and he says, "These people are here for blah blah blah." <laughs> Messenger goes off inside. Um, after about twenty minutes, um, the gates are opened and you are ushered into the public courtyard. Um, and the guard says to you, "Stick around and stick around here. It may be a while." And you wait. Nice. Well, I mean, I, I think we should be impressed you see us at all, given the chaos the city then. Yeah. Um, after a couple of hours in the public courtyard, uh, you were taken into a you were taken by a functionary into a more private waiting room. Um, this you two would know is vaguely outside of the throne room. This is now the the, the more private waiting area. Um, yeah. 
and there is a man there looking at a stopwatch, um, dressed in very fine noble outfit, and everybody gets a streetwise check. Uh, the two of you who are nobles can add two to this. Oh, I also seen them. I got a four. These ain't Jack Streets. <laughs> anyone with a ten knows who this is. Anyone with a fifteen oh, knows who right. about them. Yeah, you added at least a two. Okay, Seven. so you've, you've got a ten. Yeah. Okay. So you know who this this gentleman in his um, somewhat bright pantaloons, um, cape. Nicely trimmed beard, noble's outfit, big smile. He doesn't have a big smile on his face at this stage. He's looking fussily at his watch. And as you come in, he turns his beaming charms upon all of you. Uh, that would be Glorio Arcona, head of the Arcona oh. family. Oh. This oh. head, would he know either of these two? Does Sylvie need to make it a Uh, he... Oh, yeah. Would, would recognise Lucindriel? He would well, certainly he, know Lucindriel. He's, he's got a glad-handing thing going on, and no mistake, he's quite pretty. Uh, so, at a 10, you know who he is. Did anyone yeah. hit a 15 or higher? Yeah, I've got okay. 17. Okay. I got 16. So, I got 4. <laughs> no idea who he is. He reminds no. me of that bastard from Cloud City. Lando Calrissian? <laughs> Lando. You know that? Oh, that would be a... That's not entirely... I think that's probably not entirely a silly comparison just from the way you look. You know Lando would have a costume like that if he was in the area. So House Arcona or one of the five great noble houses of the city, basically the um, wealthiest and most powerful uh, noble families within the city... Uh, one of them is the Mandravius's, right? Uh, yeah. No, they're oh. not actually one of the five great houses. Oh, right. They, their, their power lies independently. They're not actually all that wealthy as noble houses are reckoned. Yeah. But what they have are very specific high positions. They've got tights. The tight is the tights of the Hell Knights, basically. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. Um, uh, so they're, they, and these are also the ones that have been here since the beginning. Yeah. Which house Mandravius... Uh, has not, as far as you know. Yeah, Silver yeah. doesn't really know his house's own history. So, yeah. uh, so House Arcona trades heavily with a country called Vudra, which is basically fantasy India. Uh, they have a fortune. Um, anyone with a 15 or higher knows the poorly kept secret that they have their fingers in lots of criminal pies in Corvosa. Um, they are heavily involved with the underworld. Um, but they are also heavily involved with giving out lots of charity and direct aid to the poor and that sort of thing. The only noble house that actually interacts with the common people on on really any level other than vaguely employing them. They actually run a few orphanages and soup kitchens and all this sort of thing across the city. They are pretty well beloved by the common people and Gloria Arcona is the face of that. And he looks up at you and Silver. Yeah. Uh, can you make me a bluff check? Because he knows who you are. Twenty natural. Nice. Plus add your actual Yeah, bluff. my bluff is eight, so twenty eight. Okay. So he looks up as you come in and looks looks around at all of you, his eyes alighting briefly on Lucy. And everyone goes to you. Ah, Lady Wintrish, pleasure. I just spoke to the uh, courteous um uh, and um Jack's eyebrows will go up at this. Yeah. Because you didn't tell any of us you were from the bloodline. <laughs> oh, yeah, I knew. well, she's not. We know that coming a pleasure to meet you. And what brings and what brings the rest of you to Castle to Castle Corvosa on this 
sad day. His face diminishes slightly. In the, he's got this big beaming <laughs> smile on it. Just this sad day beams down about fifty percent. Fifty. Still this sad day. Yeah. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Really? Well, that is very no, very noble of you, as I would expect. His his eyes sort of linger on Silver for a minute, like he's trying to place him, and then they just sort of, you know, you look vaguely like somebody he kind of knows, yeah. and he just sort of shrugs it off. Silver's doing his best non-mortal impression. <laughs> Look how Varesian I am. I'm Varesian fancy. Varesian. And would a noble noble have this hair? I think not. (laughs) I looked at. I'm I'm rainbow colored just like the commoners over here. (laughs) Well, that's very noble of you. I would caution you not to invest too much much hope in some sort of a war. I fear the Queen has her hands very full Mm. in the current crisis. Alas, she's a little young for this level of responsibility. That's not about the road, lad. It's about returning it to where it belongs. He looks you up and down. You've still openly got, like, holy symbols of ceremony. Right yeah. Like, ah, a religious man. Of course. I merely wish to caution you, if, if some of you look unfamiliar to the royal court, that the Queen... <laughs> is obviously in a mourning state that would account for some of her recent ill decision. So, okay. what brings you here to the castle, if I may ask? Uh, I've come to speak with Her Majesty and offer her my condolences and her, then the support of House Arcona in this difficult time to <laughs> ensure that we can unite the people and work together to find who will be the next seneschal and the next ruler of the city. Gonna suffer up for it. <laughs> yeah. Ah, possibly the other way around. Oh, actually, really? uh, she needs the. So the the way this works, politically speaking, which most of you would know if you have any interest in it whatsoever. I is, would is, imagine Silver would know even if he doesn't, because it would probably have been drilled into him. And he yeah, it's common yeah. knowledge. Even if he's trying not to pay attention. To anyone who wants to, uh, it's common knowledge to anyone who wants to access this kind of thing. Uh, basically, the the seneschal is the person that has the power to remove the monarch if they're not doing a good enough job. Um, the seneschal is currently non-existent, though, so there is no one to remove Theoretically, by the laws of Corvosa, there is currently no one who can remove Iliosa from the throne. Um, the next seneschal gets approved by the five great houses, so if they want her off, it's just a matter of finding a puppet who will agree with that and then kicking her off. And if she has sufficient power, that could be a civil war. But if she has none, she'd go quietly into exile or possibly even be executed for, you know, treason against her own city, depending on how ugly the politics get. Well, maybe just um, disappear. So, at the moment, she has whatever power sitting in this castle with the guards she's got around to give her. Um, House Arcona has lots of power to do whatever they want to her. So if anything, the sucking up's likely to go the other way. Okay. So, so the um, so if the if the royal houses pick a seneschal, then the next thing would be to decide. They pick a seneschal, then they all decide on a ruler together style of thing. The seneschal and the five houses. Yeah, generally it's it's less they decide and more. Um, theoretically, the succession should be clear. Yeah. Um, 
as it is, though, if Edred had a he- an heir, then it would be them. Yeah. But he hasn't, and in fact, no ruler ever has, so Good. politics mm-hmm. always gets messy. Yeah. Um, Iliosa is the likeliest person to be in line for the throne by virtue of being the queen and already sitting on it. Yeah. Uh, the next likeliest person is likely to be Octavia Mandravius herself. This must not be allowed to happen. Uh, be no. it she's... Several people would not want her on the throne. They yeah. would have Iliosa in favour of her, whether they like Iliosa or not. Yeah. Um, yeah. Gloria Arcona has no claim to it whatsoever, but he could yeah. if enough people pushed for her. Yeah. So it, it, it's kind of anyone's game. It is. It is pretty much. It. There are at least half a dozen contenders, reasonably strong contenders, and it's anyone's game at this point. Traditionally, this will be sorted out over the next several months. Because if Iliosa doesn't prove strong enough to hold on to it, she'll get moved out politely or impolitely. Mm. Um, and Glorio continues to chat politely to you, and everyone gets a sense motive check here. Yeah. Jack 16. doesn't say anything. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I got the folks. <laughs> and she doesn't pick up on anything either. Three. This he seems to have no problem talking to you as a commoner. He doesn't talk down to you or anything, but he talks to you at a level that is completely comprehensible to you. Ooh. Yeah, I got him. 16. Oh, 20. Okay. So there's, there's nothing that you could ever specifically put your finger on. He never comes out and says that he doesn't support the Queen or that she's doing a bad job or anything like that. But the flow of conversation just seems to be around that, you know, the riots wouldn't have happened if if the troops had been deployed properly, you know, if the Hell Knights had been brought in in a different way. He doesn't really specify what he would do differently to make it work. His conversation is just generally vaguely along this bed that Iliosa is just a silly young girl who's in over her head and needs good, solid support of long-standing noble houses that know what they're doing to help her out of her own self-created mess. It's not about blaming her, but the message is she's not up for the job. Okay, so she needs to prove herself. So you've been talking for a while now, right? Yep. I'd like to use Sense Evil on him. Yes, by all means. Sense Evil. (laughs) Um, So, what... I have not asked you this question before. So the way this works, basically, is... You don't need to wave your arms or do anything of the sort, it's just you need to look at him and concentrate on the three rounds, which you can do trivially over the course of this as many times as you like. Um, what do you perceive when you detect evil on people? As a paladin, you have your own unique method of doing it. Uh, I can give you things that other paladins have used in the past, give you a vague idea of what I'm talking about, or you might have your own thoughts already. Um, ooh, that is an idea. Despite being a paladin of the Saren Ray, but because of the way he became a paladin of Saren Ray, mm-hmm. he sees them starting to catch fire. Just like that faint flickering glow of fire, not not so much their flesh burning, it's just like a fire burning behind them. Yeah. Or maybe the aura. Because you can also get things like smelling smoke in that on them, it doesn't have to be visual. Yeah, yeah that, that also works. Okay. So, I like the smelling smoke. That's got a nice <laughs> feel to it. So, you look at him, yeah, but it kind of messes up when I'm in the forge. <laughs> Can you roll me a wisdom check? Oof. At Twelve. Uh, you see neither flickers of light nor smoke, nor, nor the scent of smoke around him. Okay. That is what you perceive. And you, you draw no conclusions from your wisdom check. Oh, yeah. Uh, and... Mm. 
Nobody else here is evil, so no one else will pay. I no. think if the PCs are evil, they'll have to die. No, I was previously evil, so unless like there is a no, no, it's over from it. No, not not with a good alignment. No. Yeah. If you were Kate Yard neutral about to fall to the dark side, there might be like some whiffs of smoke. Can I have Helen briefly? Okay, and you are sort of sitting out there talking to Lord Arcona, who, depending on how um, you like your social interactions, you, you know, might be wearing on you or might actually be extremely pleasant company. He's well-spoken, he's very polite. Yeah. But if you don't give a shit about politics, then... Lord Bell's going to actually try and see if he can siphon some information, if that's all right. Yeah, of course. Um, so he's wanting to know some more of the back-end information on what was going on with the riots and stuff. Um, specifically... Um, like his mother's angle. Obviously, he's not going to call her his mother, but like uh, that kind of angle. Those hell knights, ghastly business. Just between you and me, the Mandravius are not to be trusted. <laughs> you know that. Yeah. <laughs> Can't argue with that. Lady Octavia, Lady Octavia has an eye on extending her own power in the city, regardless of how many innocent lives it may cost. And he rattles on about this by leaving you the vague impression that House Arcona would never engage in that sort of shenanigan. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. Alright. House Arcona doesn't have an eye to extend against Whether or not power. you believe him is up to you, but you've received no further information from the GM. He's, you know, a well-spoken politician. So, yeah. um, can Silver make a gather information check or anything of that nature? Uh, that's actually diplomacy. Oh, diplomacy. Because it's a single individual you are drawing information out of. Diplomacy, I have two on that. So that's eight. <laughs> he speaks very politely, politely to you at length and answers all of your questions. Mm. And it's only really after the conversation has been over for about half an hour that you realise he gave you no information of any kind. Wow. <laughs> well, yeah, he, he gives you lots of politicians' answers. He speaks generally in broad strokes and doesn't Can actually... Can I try diplomacy too? Yeah. Um, you will also get the same yeah. result. Professional <laughs> Yeah. Uh, and at some point in here, um, a young woman slips in reasonably quietly and uh, waits for Gloria to pause for breath. So several <laughs> minutes later, she... <clears throat> excuse me. Uh, and you will see... This woman, uh, she is dressed in a very fine, very custom-made armor that bears the sigils of Corvos on it. It's not Corvos and Guard uniform. Um, she is vaguely plain, vaguely attractive. This woman here, that nice background that she's so done, designed. Sabrina Marin. Sabrina Marin. So there's a swordswoman. Yeah, the swordswoman who's the queen's bodyguard. Yeah. 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 Uh, Jack, you know who she is. Um, well, most everyone would probably be able to recognize her because she has been seen out with the Queen several times. Uh, as her bodyguard, she basically just travels around behind the Queen. Uh, Jack, you know, because you already assessed this with Growl, um, that she was a extremely promising student at the Clash of Steel, um, that she is supposed to be the most dangerous blade in the city, um, and that there was some sort of incident with her, uh, Vencalo, Growl, and Crisidia Croft um, that left Vencalo without a hand. And all three of them are leaving the school suddenly. Yeah, and she herself is a, a relatively plain-looking woman, but she has 
a scar, not massively disfiguring, not massively deep, but it runs here, jumps out across the eye, and then runs down here again. Yeah, I um, And everybody can make me a streetwise check. They run into it. Kind of a <laughs> thing going on. Uh, there we are. Because she, she coughs and says, excuse me, all that going on. I'm Sabrina Moran. I'm Sabrina Moran, the Queen's bodyguard, and at which point you get streetwise. Natural one. I believe she's Sabrina the Teenage Witch. <laughs> 20. Nice. I do know her. Anyway, I'll stop about that. Okay, so uh, you know um, that she is actually Verizian, although nothing about her manner puts this across whatsoever. Yeah. Uh, as if she has gone to great lengths to deliberately hide it. Yeah. Um, you have actually heard that she was up for the. Um, the job that Croft got, Field Marshal of the Corvosan Guard. Ah, right. Um, it has never been given to anyone without Shalaxian blood before, and it still didn't go to anyone without Shalaxian blood. Uh, you, you are not aware whether that was the only deciding factor or not, but she is Verisian, Yeah. and she got passed over for a job that was that has never been given to a Verisian before, yeah. and has been given to Croft, who is pure Shalaxian. Yeah. Um, and is Croft the one that was in Lucy's yes. backstory? Cool, I just wanted to make certain I had the right NPC. Yeah, yeah, lots and lots of people getting introduced yeah. at this point. So which, which, which NPC was in the backstory? Which one was it? Field Marshal Presidia Croft. She oh, is the yes. head of the Corvosan Guard. She came to deliver the news to you yeah, because she, right. she'd literally just taken over the yeah. guard and picked up the she investigation halfway through. Yeah. And she's yeah. like, well, I've like... Um, come to tell you I've picked up the investigation and your father's innocent, but also he's died, so... Yeah. You know, it's not my fuck up because I only got given the job after it had been fucked yeah. up. But I'm embarrassed professionally yeah. and personally. Yeah, it's like when you get to your job on your first day and the first thing you find in your inbox is a giant colossal cast of my yeah. predecessor left there. Yep, exactly. Yeah. What can I tell about her armor? Uh, armor smithing. Uh, 23. Yeah, so it bears the royal insignias of Corvosa, unsurprisingly, um, in such a way that actually represents to you that she is a royal bodyguard, obviously, you know that already. Um, it's full plate, it is extremely well made, your guess would be that it's probably magical, although you couldn't tell that from a look. Um, and it has been custom made for her at great care and expense. Um, somebody built this very carefully and very well. Do I think it's made up any uh, particularly rare metal? Uh, I do not believe it is, but we'll probably actually answer that. Um, no, it is not. It is made out of extremely well forged and well folded steel, but just steel. And she <coughs> interrupts with that. Excuse me. I am Sabrina Marin, Queen Iliosa's bodyguard. I understand from the guards that you have something of the, that you have something of the queens you wish to return. May I see it? Right. And she takes it, looks at it for about half a second, clearly immediately recognizes it. Um, and she blinks just once, and then the fame face to a stone again. I see. Queen Iliosa. Well, Queen Iliosa is presently with a foreign diplomat, but she would be delighted to meet with you shortly. 
Please continue to wait. I'll be back in a moment. And she will actually take the brooch with her. It goes into her pocket and walks away. Um, and she walks off and comes back, goes, goes into the throne room, comes back not two minutes later and says, and says to you, her majesty is, her majesty is just finishing, her majesty is just finishing with King Caelan Thorn of the River Kingdoms. Please come, please come this way, and please, please come this way. And at this point, Lord Alphonus thinking, excuse me, Sabrina, I think you've forgotten something. Ah, Lord Alphona, I apologize, the Queen has many demands on her time today, and we're short many of our usual functionaries. But you see, I was here first. Unfortunately, Queen Iliosa has many demands on her time today. <laughs> and as you may wow. see, we are short Right, we're slicing the double bit. Excellent. <laughs> no, we did. Queen no. did, or Queen did. Yeah. Also, we did. Because <laughs> we were part of it. Uh, and people get a sense motive check here. Uh, nine. Twenty-one. Twelve. Twelve. Sabrina might be the most stone-faced person you've ever seen. She is just absolutely dead blank throughout all of this. Um, Glorio looks openly annoyed, although actively keeps the presence of mind to smile around at you guys and let you know it's this is not your fault or your problem at all. He's not mad at you. You're just the random recipients of this piece of... Um, Snubbery. Um, and whose was the 21? Jack's? Yep. Okay, so Jack, you were watching this. Um, and you think, among other things, there's a couple of undercurrents here. One thing, this is Sabrina doing it, not on behalf of the Queen. Ah, right. <laughs> oh. um, as in, she probably hasn't been informed that Arcona is out here waiting for her. Yeah. Um, and secondly, Sabrina keeps it pretty well concealed behind her stone mask. Um, but she watches him, and she does not like Gloria Arcona at all. Not one step. Moreover, um, you are used to looking for this sort of body language in some of the people you have dealt with on the street, particularly the likes of Gadrin Lamb. You're looking for when people tense up, ready to strike, ready to kick you in the ribs again, or something like that. That's what Sabrina is doing here. You think she is probably quite dangerous. You've been told her, her reputation precedes her. Um, if Arcona endeavours to shove past her, she'll probably just put him down fairly patiently, rather than berserk and cut his head off. But you wouldn't want to be the, you wouldn't want to be the person trying to push your way through this door. If he was fool enough to draw on her, she'd smack him down as hard as she possibly could. She doesn't look like she has. She looks like she can restrain herself very well right up until she doesn't. Yeah. Like the loose, like a knocked arrow. Yeah. At which point he'd be dead all over the floor. Yeah. Medical consequences yeah. be that. Does it look like she'd enjoy knocking him down to the floor? Very probably. <laughs> and she she hates him. Ooh. Mm. Interesting. She just wants him to go away and die quietly in a gutter <laughs> instead of bothering him. <laughs> yeah. That's interesting. Considering and the family's reputation. She guides you into the room. Um, and 
you see the crimson throne itself, this big, uncomfortable-looking edifice draped in crimson silks. Yeah. Um, there is a very attractive, very young, just sort of coming on to her, tw- just coming on to twenty years. This woman. She's human by. Yes, a human red-headed beauty, Queen Iliosta, Arabasti. Um, and she is speaking to someone else who has been set up in a guest seat with her, not a throne, but on relatively equal standing. Um, he is a tall, very tall, very burly um, half-orc, which is not something that is particularly common within the city. Um, and he has um, long, dark hair, brown eyes, and um, is wearing um, a very nice set of plate mail, which is... Um, Green, patterned in green and gold, and um, a is wearing a gold crown with a um, wolf's head emblazoned on it, and a, and a green ivory trace work around the outside. Um, he is wearing a large and he's wearing a large greatsword on his back, and probably has something like a black band, hastily cloth, hastily tied around his arm. Iliosa herself is dressed in black. Yeah. Veil over, black veil over. Yeah, and has a black, a big, big, thick black armband um, attached around one sleeve. And as Iliosa is speaking vaguely, quietly with him as you approach him. I see. Thank you. You have given me a great deal to think about. Um, sorry to interrupt, but um, not for any particular reason. Mm-hmm. Other than a ancestral hatred towards the orcs, mm. <laughs> uh, I'm going to be detecting evil on him as well. He's toasty. <laughs> well, you're no. going to be. Um, you're going to need to spend some time standing yeah. in the room for that. No. Okay. He's so, keeping an eye. Yeah. Anyway, if you're if you're done interrupting, yeah. Um, you're welcome. You're welcome, my lady. Anything I can do for you. I know it's a difficult time. Yeah, we can um, speak of the other matter later. Other matters later. Later trade deals and the like. Yes, I fear our usual politics would have to be suspended in this ill time. I, your guard will stay upon you until you are well clear of the city, Your Majesty. I apologise for the troubles. What's It's uh, not nothing to be worrying about. And um, he will reach out and touch the edge of her arm just very gently. It's um. Nothing to the troubles that you have had. I know it must. I know it must be a hard time. Uh, but um, we'll we'll do just fine. There's no need to be worrying about me. And um, I can um, be back in a year or so, and we can speak of trade deals and the like. Then she raises her eyes slightly, takes in the people who pass over the room, and <clears throat> clears her throat slightly. Speaking. Thank you, Your Majesty, King Caelan of Stagthorn. God's go with you. And she will hold her hand out to be kissed lightly. And there are no functionaries in this throne room. The whole place seems very understaffed, generally. Um, because as Kaylin sweeps towards the door, Sabrina herself will step out from your group and open the door for him. And he steps out. And as he does so, everyone gets a perception check. Oh, I did well. Ooh, so, yeah, 14. Nope. 19! 15. <laughs> well, well, so anyone who hits a 10 hears this. Oh. 
Um, Gorio Arcona speaking under, endeavouring to speak under his breath somewhat, as he sees this this happening from his seat in the waiting room, and they're even let, they're even letting the Shawante blooded orcs in ahead of me. Oh, suddenly Waddell's uh, Sloan Silver's kind of tensing up. <laughs> as as if he just can't believe this is happening. Uh, does uh, Kalen hear this? Uh, <laughs> I know what his listen is. Uh, yeah, he's pretty crappy. Uh, no, Kaelin many things on his mind. Kaelin just brushes. Kaelin brushes past. There's some mind. other highfalutin nobles. Yeah, yeah, it's not an interesting person. So, um, Kaelin will glance briefly and slightly curiously at the group and um, nod respectfully at um, Garen and um. Give him a um, pass- a greeting in passable dwarfish as he passes. That's something they would have good day. Um, okay. do, do you actually? Does he actually wear any indication of his religion? Uh, there's a holy symbol of Eris still hanging around his neck. Fairly openly. Did you say that he was Shante training? Uh, he's a half orc. Mm-hmm. Um, the perception in Corvos have been the Shante live outside the city. There's a country full of orcs and have bells in next to them. And the conception being basically because the Shawante are dirty Indians, they're totally having sex with the orcs and producing mutant half-orc babies. Oh, no. Therefore, any half-orcs are judged both for being orcish and for being Shawante-blooded. Oh, my gosh. Which There's is, no which is almost certainly not true in this particular guy's case because he's from a completely foreign kingdom. Okay. So he wouldn't be Shawante-blooded. Yeah. But... The assumption is, if he's a half-orc, he's obviously got dirty Shante blood in him as well. Yeah, so basically he's a racist. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, half, half-orcs make up um, less than 1% of the city's populace. Not a good place to be a half-orc. Not that, not that there are any. <laughs> uh, so you said... Uh, I say good day as I, at the, in Dwarfish as I pass. Uh, you all say good day, good day back. Uh, he's got a slightly... There's no hatred or anything on his face, but there's a slightly wondering look in his eyes. (laughs) He watches you like he gets a plus one to attack (laughs) rolls. Yeah, I'm used to that expression. And Kaelin just moves on past. Okay, and back to our current PCs. Everyone gets a sense motive check as they read the room. No. Twelve. Twenty-two. Uh, uh, well, ten. What? I still fail. Yay! Okay. You're, <laughs> Silver, you're focusing on Gloria. Glaring <laughs> slightly at the door. Um, everyone else picks up. Um, <laughs> Iliosa looks uh, unsurprisingly both sad and distracted. <laughs> no, none of, neither of these. Both of them are written on her face and neither of them particularly surprised you. Um, she also looks kind of just hopeless in general, like she's just given up. It's it's grief which you would expect because her husband is dead, although how much love there was in that marriage, who the hell knows. Yeah. But it's also grief in the sense of despair about the situation she's found herself in. And she is endeavouring to conceal this somewhat and not doing a particularly stunning job, but she's obviously got a lot on her mind. And she sort of says to you, vaguely distractedly, uh, yes, you have uh, found something of mine. Looks vaguely disinterested in this. And Sabrina approaches her, um, and she 
Meliosa climbs down off the throne to vaguely approach you, stretching out slightly as she does so, like she's been sitting there a while, and Sabrina approaches her, takes her off towards one of the windows outside of the room, doesn't put an arm around her physically touching her, but puts an arm in the area of her shoulder and just sort of sweeps her vaguely away, reaches into her pocket, pulls out the brooch, and shows it to Iliosa, who now has it back to you. <laughs> and you see her look at it and... And her shoulders shake once, twice, with a silent here, and when she turns back to you, she pulls her morning veil aside and there is actually a small smile on her face. You brought this back to me. I, your majesty. And he, Garen gives a, um, a deep bow, but it's a really stiff one, yep. made by someone who's not Used to uh, doing... You're, you're, you're sort of aware of the custom, but <laughs> have had no practice. And she looks in front of you to blink a couple of times to clear her skin. It's slightly... Uh, doesn't recognise silver at all, will recognise. <laughs> uh, looks at you, definitely recognises you the second she sees you. Yeah. Um, and she says to you, where did you... How did you... I suppose that's not important now. The important thing is that it's back. And she will take it and pin it shinily on her morning dress just over her heart. So that's the only patch of colour on here? Yes, very much so. (laughs) She's also got flame red hair. Yeah. But, um... Excuse me. Forgive me, I find myself in mourning. Lucindriel, a pleasure to see you again. You've met her maybe once yeah. or twice at parties, but she's probably trained enough to know exactly yeah. who you are. My condolences on the not-so-recent departure of your husband. I'm sure you understand the situation of grief that I find myself in. Perfectly. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh Okay, now I do know about Lucindriel's husband because I overheard the conversation between him and Silver. Yep. Um, can I get a sense motive check on where sure she is? Uh, Lucy, you get one as well. <laughs> yeah, because I bet you get a bonus. Yes, actually. I suppose I could potentially get a sense motive because I know what's going on. Add five? Yes. Literal two. I got more, I got a crit fumble, so I I have no. Okay. It's just all so the you pick up nothing right further than what is said. Yeah, I, I I choose to believe that's what she meant, but I have no real idea. I got a natural twenty. <laughs> so what's your actual total? <laughs> oh right, you've got a penalty. Oh, okay, got a penalty. Yeah, twenty. Okay, so Silver, you pick up. There's an undertone there. Mm. You know, there's clearly a double meaning in the message, but you I don't. know what happened with her, so I can sort of... Yep, you may that. draw whatever conclusion. Well, you guys the information you get from the GM is there's an undertone in the message. Okay. Yeah. Uh, that means something. <laughs> Lucy. Yeah. Um, you get... She's not quite telling you um, what you initially think she's telling you. Yeah. Uh, what she's actually saying to you is, you know, surely you can appreciate the, the you know... 
I know you've been in this position before of having married a man who was much older than you, who then died suddenly, um, leaving you having to grieve for him, but actually feeling somewhat happy about it. Yeah. That's all the message is. It's nothing about yeah. your marital situation because she doesn't know about it. Yeah, exactly. It's nothing. It's not an intraday that Edred was beating her or anything of the sort. Yeah. It's merely, ah, you're the young woman who, oh, you know, married to a young old 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 yeah. bastard. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Exactly. <laughs> so what, what do, you, do you respond to her, uh, to what she says? I mean, well, after saying, you know, apart from saying that I understand. Ah, yes, of course, you said I understand. Yeah. yeah. Sabrina, <clears throat> cough slightly. Your Majesty, Queen Iliosa Arabasti, may I present uh, Lady Lucindriel Lintrish? She then blinks a couple of times. Excuse me, as I say, our functionaries are elsewhere. And uh, <laughs> just, just even introduce yourselves. Yeah. Garden Silversmith. A uh, blacksmith on some small skill. I don't know how to do a full flourish type yeah, introduction to myself. Yeah, I, I, I will do a, a full proper noble bow and it'll look absolutely elegant and perfect. Silver Rose, uh, appreciator of fine arts and, and beauty. Yeah, yeah. Um, at your yeah, there, there has to be a title on it because you're used to giving, you know, son of yeah, past Mandragius, yeah, lord of the East Marches, etc. Yeah. Et so I'll, I'll, I'll give a, a flourish title as much of, as a, a, a common vibe can give. <laughs> but it's, it's certain that, yeah, he's, he's, he knows the introductions a little bit more than the common person probably should. <laughs> And she holds a hand up over the brooch and closes her eyes and takes a few breaths and spends maybe 20, 30 seconds thinking. Not a massively rude amount of time, but enough she's clearly having to think about this. Forgive me, I did not think I would ever see this again. It was stolen from me some time ago. I had, truth to tell, I had never expected to see it again. And here... On my darkest day, you come before me with kindness. This is more than return of a valuable piece of platinum and gem. This is an honourable deed to bring it back to me. You, You could have sold this. You could have done anything with it. You have brought hope back to me. As darkest before the dawn, you read the message upon the back. This brooch is the last thing I have of my father. He gave it to me the day I took ship from Chaliax to Corvosa four years ago. Mary, there's just the slightest pause and blink in there. My honoured and beloved husband, King Eadred. (laughs) And again, that guy. (laughs) (laughs) Like, you don't get the impression she violently hated him or anything, yeah, but... It's not the same thing it would be if she'd lost a husband of her own age that she was anticipating a long, happy life with. Yeah. I have found myself in despair as what, to what to do next. You have seen what has happened in Corvosa, the city that my husband and I both love. Both love. His death has shocked the city. I do not wish to see his legacy destroyed in death. 
cannot allow it to happen. I must do as my father would have wanted, and believe that though it is dark now, dawn will come. I will not see my city torn apart. And you see Sabina, Sabrina nods approvingly at this in the background. I will not see Corvosa stand overlong at the precipice of disaster wrought by her citizens. My hats have stopped. For now, I cannot let them continue. Thank you. You you have done a great serve. You have done my heart a great service in returning this to me. I I will find you suitable reward. Is there um is there anything else we could do to help maybe? She looks to Sabrina who comes over and they have a few whispered words. You don't want to hear it because she does tell you anyway. Um, if you are citizens of Corvosa, a brief pause. Yep. Born and raised. Yeah, yeah. Um, sorry, you were shaking your sorry. head. No, no, sorry, no, no, sorry. Well, I and I was trying to. <laughs> um, if you are citizens of Corvosa, uh, I will see that Sabina sets you up with. Uh, well, she she gestures vaguely to. Sabrina, who steps forward, again, face relatively stone-like. The guards in the Sable Guard have, have, have sustained moderate losses over the course of the riots. It is customary for the city to periodically employ independent contractors or retainer militia and mercenary services to the guards as and where needed. <coughs> this time we are looking for people of skill and of skill and honour uh, oh, skill, oh, skill and honor. You're, I understand. I have seen. I have seen your weapons. Some of them. I've seen your weapons and your armor. Some of them are particularly fine steel. You'd have been long stripped of them before you got. Yeah, yeah, but yeah, I yeah. assume nobody fussed about that. No, so no. I just sort of breeze past it. Um, I will write a. Le- I, I will write a letter to Field Marshal Presidia Croft, and if you choose, place you on retainer. It will be an extra ten gold a month for all of you to do nothing more than keep in contact. Should any jobs arise, will be paid on a per diem basis. And I, it will be our honour, my lady. Sorry, your highness. <laughs> and, and Sabrina steps back slightly. Yeah. Oh, sorry, was it Sabrina talking? Yeah. yeah. And Iliosa steps forward again. I... Thank you. There are few people in the city that I can, I have no, <clears throat> she steals herself slightly, but forgive me, my grief has drank me. Again, I thank you for the kindness that you have shown me, I hope your days of serving the crown are already just beginning. Uh, Sabrina, please show them out, take, take care of her what you have. Sits back down on the throne and Sabrina turns to you, please, this way. Your Highness, before we go, would you, would you, um, like for me to perform a song for you? Perhaps it'll raise your spirit some. <laughs> she barks and they, well, why not? <laughs> <laughs> okay, um, so. No pressure, but you're performing for the Queen of the <laughs> <laughs> I would suggest something from her homeland. <laughs> 
Yeah, you um, must know Chalaxian. Yeah, oh yeah, I'll I'll, I'll I'll sing Chalaxian. Um, I'll I'll sing a, a song um, talking about um. Oh, <sighs> yeah, hope and love, um, and and finding the way. Um, the microphone's off. One. It's 11, I have all an average roll. Yeah. Oh, that could be so a lot of pluses. Yeah. yeah, so that's a 17. It's a 17. Um, it's not a great roll, but I don't yeah. want to do it again. Actually, you're kind of on nerves. This is your yeah. first um, time. This will also be an Inspire Courage song as well, because yeah. um, I wanted to get um, bonuses so from she, Inspire Courage. She listens to this and... And smiles that slight again. I mean, she's still obviously sad. Smiles that slightly small, sad smile. Cherubattle's uh, opera. An old favourite of mine. In Chiliax. Before I go, I would say in Chilexian to her. Yeah, um, which you would assume she speaks yeah, absolutely perfectly. Yeah, just to say to her that um, I come. I come across um, the brooch while pursuing the killer of my father to revenge his death, and it seems fitting that I have found you. Uh, uh, um, we have found you. <laughs> the connection between you and your father back, and I just like to say, um, I know the times are hard, and you have many important decisions to make that consume your time. But if you just need a friend or someone to talk to, I'd like to offer just a small friendship, nothing more. She swallows slightly at that and then speaks back to you in fluent flexing. Hi. Thank you. Most interesting. Bye. My much belated condolences on your father's loss as well. I did not know him, but I understood he was a good man. I'm glad to hear that this killer is approaching justice. I may take you up on that offer. It's been a long while since I've had a friend here. Oh. Um, and, and please, McQueen, um, if it's at all possible, please, if you can, do not turn to the Mandrovius family assistance, if you can. She actually raises her eyebrows <laughs> slightly at that. Oh? If you can. Is there aught you know or value of them? <laughs> Not fully, but I'd prefer you avoid um, going to them for, for assistance, at least for now. We will see what the times bring us then, she says to you, looking slightly curious. <laughs> and if you wish to wish to have a, a semi part time bard to play for you, I'm more than I'm I'm more than happy to to, to supply my services. Okay. And Sabrina Sabrina will show you out. Um, take you to the waiting room again. Um, Gloria Arcona is sitting in there staring at his watch and then comes up and smiles as you come back in. Ah, did your audience with the Queen go well? I'm so pleased to hear. And, and now, you know, and, and, and now, and, and I assume that, and, and I assume that Her Majesty is really thinking out. 
In a moment, Lord Arthur. <laughs> <laughs> when our other business is completed, as I say, our functionaries, many, many of our, many of our courts, many of the courts seem to have found other places to go. And she will actually bustle off to vaguely do the stuff. She doesn't go far. She merely goes and alerts a guard, and then go and then stands outside the doors, kind of just leaning against them and watching and waiting. The guard bustles off. Um, eventually, you do actually find a functionary again who comes back to you with a small chest, um, hands it across to you, and says, "Her Majesty wishes to reward wishes to reward you for your service." And these are gold ingots imprinted with the royal seal of Corvosa, twelve hundred gold worth. Oh, they are very solidly recognisable. Twelve bars, each one a hundred gold, on the button, accepted anywhere in Corvosa. Sure. Yeah, the the brooch was worth a lot more than that. Yeah. And and elected to sell it, although selling it would have been an interesting adventure in and of itself. (laughs) Yeah, the the, the whole Because no no reputable jeweler would touch it, it's very obviously the Queen's. Yeah, Yeah. and Um, the the city would probably collapse seeing what she was like. Sabrina will write you out a letter of introduction, um, which she will. pretty openly show you if you desire to read it that says that um, she is putting you on guard retainer um, basically at this point. Uh, if you elect to take this up, yep, um, yeah. you are obliged to provide them with some method of actually contacting you and not disappear from the city for extraordinary lengths of time without actually telling them, but that's about it. Yeah. Uh, you get paid an additional 10 gold a month, which can go on your income. Woohoo! We're in money! Nice. Um, and you were obliged to, uh, as a part of this job, effectively meet with anyone from the various guard forces who wants you to do a thing. You don't actually have to do it, but you have to um, at least hear them out, hear what their offer is, etc., etc., and then they will pay you independently, depending on how hard what they're asking you to do is. Because if it's stand outside, we're short on guards, stand outside this building for a night, it'll be a couple of gold. If it's go slay this giant dragon, it might be substantively more. Mm. Well, um, Jack actually know what to do with the regular income? <laughs> <laughs> I like, think this is probably the most amount of money she's seen in her uh, life. Uh, yeah, you know, I've she's got... like, the money to the bot, the dollars keep going up. <laughs> <laughs> Spring says, I'll, I'll, send, I'll send word... I'll send word to Field Marshal Croft. Report into her. Report into her at your convenience. Well, I'm sure she could use the help with. I'm sure she could use the help putting our city back together sooner rather than later. Uh, and everybody gets a sense motive check again because it's the political scene. It's all sense wow. motive check. Seven. Seventeen. Eleven. I, I can just read. Sabrina's the only one in this batshit palace I can read because she's really pissed yeah. off, and I understand that. <laughs> I keep, I keep rolling sense. like fours and stuff for her. Out of fifteen, you are you are just beating that. Uh, when she says Field Marshal Croft again in that blank voice, there's the slightest beat where she goes to say Presidia. There's a lot of familiarity there, and. Man, did something happen there? Yeah. You you cannot read off her whether it's hate or contempt or you know, whatever emotion, but boy, does that wound run deep, like yeah. right to her soul. Yeah. 
And um, Jack will say very quietly to her, uh, Thank you. Um, I hope good luck with everything. You've got a tough job. I will keep doing as you say. Come whatever may. Mm-hmm. I'm sure you will. <laughs> good luck. Um, before she leaves, I'll, I'll just ask her how often I should pop over if she'd like a, a bath. <laughs> oh, you're so serious. You're so full. Uh, you can say smart object. <laughs> 20, natural. Um, but <laughs> it's a 19, because I can't roll anything higher than a 19. Okay. She, she's actually, you know, she, she sort of gives you a generic pleasantry of, you know, we, we'll see kind of thing. Um, and she's looking you up and down, like, we'll see, pretty boy. You know, who wants to come and see the queen? <laughs> yeah. I'm purely innocent. She's, she's cock-blocking you. <laughs> That's what's happening here. Yeah. I would do that's, that. That's, that's what's written across her. That's why she's she's not um, she's not she's not pointing she's not pointing you off because you're a bard or because you're a bad singer or because it's inappropriate socially or whatever. You're not a threat. It's, it's because she's cock blocking you. It's it's just you know you're a very attractive young man. You know she's a very attractive young woman. No, <laughs> yeah. the queen does not need that right now. Or, or, or perhaps hey, maybe husband's a... dead. <laughs> New king of Corvosa, Mandravi. Blood. Oh, God. Or perhaps maybe. Yeah, I think his mother would seek a reproach yeah. if, if you, you pull that if one you off. If you want to take a run at that, by all means, but um, Sabrina seems like she will be playing obstacle rather than assisting. <laughs> if you yeah. do, I will call you Griff forever. <laughs> also, um, the thing is, like, from the perspective of a royal young woman, what you do with her isn't as important as what it looks like you're doing with her. I know, her. I know. So um, going and hanging out with you, you is... Do you need to understand, Mordell doesn't... Oh, sorry, Silver doesn't understand these things. As Mordell, he could just walk in there and do whatever the hell he wanted. Yeah. I yeah. mean, one of the things, among other things, would, would be that Sabrina would be there to play... Um, Chaperone. Chaperone. Yeah. 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 But the, yeah, that might not be enough to keep the Queen's reputation intact regardless. Yeah, well, yeah, the Queen's, reputation. the Queen's reputation at this point is that she is a godless chillaxian whore. Yeah. yeah. Um, so that's who, the, the best fun. that can be said about her is that she's ignorant through stupidity rather than benevolence. Yeah. Um, so, so Silver would be like, or perhaps maybe I'll 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 wait a little while. Uh, and everyone actually gets another set for it to check in. Oh, everyone. Yeah, I know. I'm sorry. Nine. You can, you oh, can choose one. Oh, you keep talking. You keep saying sets no to checks. Fourteen, three. Sorry, sweetie, I didn't mean that. I was that just slipped out. It's actually very interesting for me to see. Um, so under fourteen, you you get what you get from the GM. Um, fourteen. Or higher, nobody beat that by five, so you get the level the level of information. Um, you are definitely not seeing Iliosa at her best here. Um, unsurprisingly, she's massively overloaded for this. Um, if she might be grieving for her husband, she might not. She in, in, on that particular topic, she endeavours to keep herself neutral. Your guess would be, you know, she probably didn't hate him, but she probably also didn't love him with all of her heart, given the massive age difference. And the fact that she was 16 when she married him, yeah. and probably wasn't offered all that much choice in the process. Yeah. Um, in fact, you will get that it's probably not something that she would have chosen to have done if she'd had lots and lots of choice in the matter, b- 
because she speaks in mourning less about Eadred and more about her father that she left behind in Jellyax and the life she left behind there. Yeah. Um, but what you will pick up from this is you're definitely not seeing her at best here, but there is a best there. Um, the people that think that she's an ignorant whore who's just going to botch this up, if she actually gets a decent power base and gets her shit together, then they're going to get a really big surprise. There's, there's, she's definitely young and definitely way in over her head here, but there's, there's a real core of steel there. there yeah. yeah, there is sound metal beneath there waiting to come out from the forge. Awesome! I'm glad I got that. Che- I'm glad I made that check. Yeah, I think I, I think we can see why Cameron likes her. Mm-hmm. Okay, and yeah. that is where we will leave it be. You have met Iliosa the Queen. We're going to do a little bit of talking as we walk out of the palace. Yeah, yeah, by all means. So, once we're safely out of the palace and back on the city streets where we can't be so much overheard by guards and stuff, she was really nice. Much nicer than I thought some stuffy noble would be. I feel really sorry for her. She's been over her head. Uh, I wish I could do more for the reporter. Are you really a lady? Like an actual lady? I thought you just worked in a potion shop. Really? I, my oh, come family. on. My family used to. That's all I can say. She's oh, nice. She's nice. Yeah, definitely what, a lady. what you have now is basically a title if you elect to use it, but you're functionally a landless noble. You have no yeah. power, you have no wealth. No. You have a title that few of the other nobility will respect. I wouldn't have guessed it about you either. You're really nice as well. Oh. <laughs> I'll just I, I sent you Look who's pressing Yeah. Well, let's face it, Jack's opinion that nobles are all worthless is based on how many nobles that she's met. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and then um quite you know, um move aside with, and, uh, uh, I guess if you wish well, if I'm gonna be working for the guard and all that, I guess I'd better be law abiding for a while. You're under no actual obligation to her. You know, you would doubtlessly lose your um, your retainer if you were caught committing a whole string of crimes. But um, it doesn't oblige you to do anything more than. Um, I realise that, but I was. Uh, this is um, uh, this is something Jack's been thinking about for a while. And yep. This is a good enough. Re- this is a good enough reason. No, no. I, it is just, it, that's gotta be something good on, for only Flora and not the rest of you. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Probably would have liked to hear that. What the hell, actually? Um, I tell Flora privately first, because she's the one who's been trying to talk me out of it for months and months and months, but, um, I will, um, catch, I, instead of curling you outside the palace, I catch up with you outside your shop and, um, well, we're going to have a little less to disapprove of. Oh. If I'm going to be working for the Cavosum Garden all, I guess I'd better, you know, give it up for get a while Get on the anyway. Let it go. And you never know, you may come, come to like it. A number of the Cavosum Guards used to be criminals. <laughs> Heck, a number of them still are, but they prepared to uphold the law. <laughs> Well, I'm still going to have to keep my skills sharp in case, you know, all this stuff goes away. I have to take care of myself, that's what's important. But I'm glad we can get, if that's something we can do that will help her 
Well, we'll just have to help her to prove them wrong, won't we? I can do that. <laughs> just um, rolling some dice while I think about it. Things. The um, the knowledge civilization checks for the two people that are trained that um, Silver would miss this catch entirely, which makes perfect sense. Oh, um, I am? Well, you, you rolled six, he rolled 18. You know, okay. You really rolled the dice behind the thing. Um, the, the basic retention, the mercenary retainer type thing is that... Um, you will be asked periodically to report into various personages around the city to do official work for them that relates to be negotiated effectively. Um, that would be people like Field Marshal Croft, leader of the Corvosan Guard, uh, Marcus Edrin as leader of the Sable Guard, uh, but one of the, Eliosa herself would be on that list, theoretically, if she chose to exercise that power. One of the other people that might be on that list is Octavia Mandravius. No! No. Who also theoretically has the power to requisition people to assist him. And I just told the Queen don't trust him. <laughs> yeah, but on the other hand, what Jared said is only we well, we, 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 we need to turn up to meetings and, and listen. I know. We don't have to do I know, something. but yes, I straight but up... But Silver doesn't want to meet his mother. Yeah, yeah. No, he, he straight up told the Queen don't trust her. Yeah. And this is the story of how you met his mother. <laughs> <laughs> 